So everyone's been asking to see it. We promised it. They want to see it. So I got it. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. This oh, is. I thought you were going to show us a baby picture or something. This is the Nutella cheddar. Why is there so much cheddar? It's just two slices. Look at just that. two slices. Look at that. That's this is it's a masterpiece. Beautifully toasted. Beautifully toasted with melted Nutella and two beautifully handcrafted slices of cheddar. Cheers. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Mario. And I'm Jonathan. And I'm disgusted. Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard and One Sex Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. We have a very interesting show for you guys tonight. It's pretty much all teasers uh, from this past week, but we're going to get through it. We have a great discussion to talk about how you collect. We're also talking about Return of the King. Uh, before we get into that, Dean, let's check in the chat. We have Lane Kramer, Sean Usby. I'm so ready I could cut diamonds right now. Caesar M, Leia Rockwell, Ninja Squirrel 30, that thumbnail Thor pick is uh, level 4 stage. John Posing... King Ding, Scott Bradley, Pemrica's Hugh, uh, Ninja Scroll, Brenton, Equan, John Ortiz, Toy Mafia, a bunch of angels in the chat. Dean, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Okay, so I started off, actually I'm going to show my, which is still a great figure, but not my favorite as of this week. Uh, I got the one six scale SW Toys Joe Valentine from Resident Evil Three. Oh, I knocked I knocked her uh, knife off. Uh, comes on a fight somebody. Uh, super clean. The clothes are amazing. Uh, just a great figure, honestly, really good. I wanted to swap out the boots, but I don't think I will actually after seeing them. Uh, yeah, I mean Resident Evil Three was a fucking masterpiece of a game. I think, and then the remake was also super good. So. Super happy to add Jill to my collection. It's the only Resident Evil figure I own, actually, which is kind of weird. Um, but it is what it is. So I got that. I got that, I think, on, like, just before um, Small Talk. So I didn't want to talk <clears throat> about Small Talk. Whoa! What's oh up, bros? <laughs> what is What's this? What's up, Will? Uh, dude, yeah. I made a, a 
what's he it rallied. called? A better late than never appearance, right? Yeah. Wow. Fashionably yeah, late wow. to the party. What a That's guy. what they say. <laughs> what a guy. I appreciate you guys having me, dude. You guys, yeah. I don't want to wreck your thought, Dean. I want you to continue doing okay. what you were doing. There's just there's too much sexy on my screen right now, and I'm just at a loss for words, and yeah. I just couldn't miss being here tonight with you guys. It just went up another wow. point, man. Hell Shout out yeah. to Dr. Will coming in clutch. Hey, I tried to come uh, through for you guys. I'm barely yeah. awake. I'm barely functioning, but I'm here. So you got that. Mark you guys Pearson, got Dr. Fox on the show. <clears throat> Dr. Fox, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Anyway, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. I'm I'm yeah. here. I'm along for the ride. So the next thing I got is arguably probably one of the coolest things in my collection now and ever. I mean, this thing is really sweet. It's the 112 scale Kids Logic cockpit of the vf1j from robotech yeah I mean, very look cool. at the size of this thing and this is the 12 scale they did make a six scale version of it with sounds this obviously <clears throat> has lights as you can see uh the six scale version was like 1600 bucks i couldn't afford it this was 400 from bbts um and it is absolutely <clears throat> breathtaking i mean this thing is so freaking cool Nice. I, I think if if you're a Robotech fan, pick it up. If you're a Macross fan, and you just ignore the fact that it says Robotech, it doesn't have Rick Hunter's name on it, so you can <laughs> pretend it's Hikaru. I mean, it's really stunning. It's such a beautiful piece. Dude, then, congratulations, man! I think it's so freaking thank beautiful. You. That's yeah, really been, cool, Dean. Yeah. I've been waiting for it forever. And sticking with the Macross uh, theme, I finally co uh, completed the. Macross the first. Mm. This is a reimagination of the uh, SDF Macross series. It, apparently, I didn't know this. It was never a manga. It was always just a cartoon. So uh, wow. they turned it into a manga, I believe, in two thousand nine. So I picked this up, uh, six volumes, which is I don't think it's done. I think they need to fill it out, but it's only Japanese, so I can't read it. So uh, I just wow. thought it'd be really beautiful on the shelf, but. They are here. It's a complete set, so very cool. Beautiful, um, man. And I think, I think I talked about that statue last week, the two B. So yeah, I think that's yeah. it. I think we're all caught up for me. Wow, that's a nice haul. You got something really cool coming in the mail. At long last, oh. after years of waiting, I finally had an opportunity to pick up this stormtrooper set, the Rogue One TK set, MMS three ninety four. It wow. is in transit, should be on the way Monday night. Hopefully, we may do a live unboxing yet. But yes, I am sir. super I am super stoked to get to finally get this set. Brand new. Never been displayed. Brand spanking new, man. Wow. It's been a long time man. in the making and yeah, thanks, bro. It's just That's a nice I'm that find. much I'm that much closer to picking up or, or to finishing the line that's the biggest hole in my collection. Speaking of which we'll we'll uh, discuss that a little bit more later during the show. But yeah, there's a. I'm also working on another couple of other deals along the side that have to do with Rogue One, also. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Wow. What do you need to finish the Rogue One line? I still need Dean's Stormtrooper, <laughs> or Short Trooper rather. Wow. <laughs> I need a. I need a Darth Vader, a, a Death Trooper, just the standard one, and Jin in disguise, and that's wow. it. Such a banger line. You're gonna have every Rogue One figure if you get those. Every row. Damn, one I've never completed a line, so I don't. You know, I've <clears> never <throat> actually been down that that dark side path, dude. <laughs> then you're gonna love our discussion later. That's perfect. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Will, did you get anything cool this week? Honestly, no. Me, honestly, right now for me, it's just a waiting game. 
Like, I feel like I have mm-hmm. so many things on pre-order that I, I have to stop like buying things now. Like all I have to do is like basically pay off all my pre-orders. So I have like everything on a payment plan because like yeah. I'm just paying everything off over time. Yeah. So no, honestly, I haven't. The last thing I got was probably like IG 11, um, which was like, I think like a, like a week or two ago. So that, by the way, that yeah. figure is incredible. So I think I saw Danny unbox it with you guys. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys saw it. I mean, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I love that figure. Honestly, that made me open. And I was like, this is hot toys right here. Like, this is what wow. I really loved. And yeah, honestly, it's just a waiting game. I'm waiting on so many prime. One of them is Sauron, actually, which we might talk about Ooh. tonight. So I'm waiting on him, wow. man. Yeah. Are just... you shitting me, bro? Yeah. I didn't, I'm going to do a live unboxing, dude. PJ convinced me to do a live unboxing. Yeah. When's that coming in? Uh, dude, it's it's been delayed. It was supposed to come in like um, like probably now, and then like it's probably end of the year, I would think. Like okay. maybe like maybe earliest like September, or November. So, but yeah, it dude, it's wow. it's massive. It's like forty inches tall and it's quarter scale. Jesus Ooh. Christ! Yeah, so it's literally huge. That's um, gonna be a beauty. You got your, yeah, that's your that uh, doctor doc- money, dude. Yeah, the doctorate. So what's what's <laughs> no. that all about? What are you a doctor of? I'll do doctor of education, man. Wow. So yeah, yeah, because I'm wow. I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not making that kind of bank. Like I'm not I'm not like, getting dropping those kind of bank. Doctor on the plan, and you're like, yes, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a doctor, just not the one you want. <laughs> just not the one you're looking for. I can help you with wow. educational matters, but not not medical wow, matters. Congratulations, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate. That's I'm huge. dude. You one you guys are gonna get there too one day, and you're gonna realize my well, pain and how stressful it was. So. Hmm. Mario, yeah. you're next, man. You're El Professor. You could be Doctor Professor. <laughs> I don't have to pronounce like that right, that. but I'm close. Yeah, that's not how Spanish works. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm the I'm the white guy. El Doctoro. I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm never ever gonna be a doctor. So <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I could see. First, I mean, I right? could see you being a doctor, Dean. I'm not gonna lie. Doctor I mean, Dean does have a good ring to it. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Dean. Does. That's Dr. Love. Cool. Like, yeah, you're kind of like hit with Doctor Dean, gynecologist extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> not all babes and beauty my guy mm-hmm. let's get into the news starting with the three zero white ranger by hasbro slash three zero one twenty release in q4 2021 i honestly don't understand how they're making these figures so cheap the basic rangers were 99 this one's 120 uh lord dracon which we'll talk about here in a second is 140 i really don't see any point in these third-party companies continuing the rangers line you're not going to get them cheaper these are officially licensed. They're probably better quality. They probably have much better uh, post-sale support. When I got my five set of Rangers from Ace Toys, had a ton of issues with them. It was an absolute nightmare to get those issues sorted out. Um, I, I mean, I just don't see how this is even a thing at this price point for one of the most like iconic nostalgia licenses out there. Dean, what do you think about it? Yeah, like you said, for... It being officially licensed, you do have that uh, support of, hey, the, the wrist peg broke in the box, or the fucking knife snapped in two when I got it. Three zero is probably going to be more than happy to sort out those issues for you. So you're you're 100 right. Like this is a no brainer, and at this price point, I I don't see how you could get them any cheaper. I mean, the. Uh, a decent body is you know like 30 40 bucks so for another 60 bucks you're getting the rest of the figure i mean that's kind Plus of insane. the licensing fees it doesn't make any sense it's mind-blowing yeah. honestly i like you said i don't know how they got them down this cheap 
Um, like the secondary market on the figure arts is more expensive than yeah. the most expensive Ranger. Like that <laughs> shit doesn't not, make yeah. any fucking You're sense. You're not wrong. It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, I think these are fucking sweet. I think if you have to have the Power Rangers on the shelf, this is a no-brainer, dude. Such an easy decision to buy these. Um, I'm not huge into Rangers, so obviously like I wouldn't buy these, but... I have nothing bad to say about them. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait until we see them in hand. Maybe they're absolute garbo. I don't know. Maybe that's how they got them so cheap, right? Um, yeah. Kind of like the uh, the Trick or Treat Studios, Michael Myers. I mean, the first thing Manny did was a body swap. They could be garbage bodies, but from the poses that we've seen out of them in, well, in the body, solicitations, yeah. looks to be like a very articulated... Uh, you know, figure. So I think the body on those top figures is pretty decent. I just think Manny had the literal perfect body, the hot yeah. toys, uh, uh, Bruce Banner, yeah. uh, Mario, are you a big Rangers fan? Are you picking these up? No, I sir. I cannot say that I am. I'm a, I'm a Voltron guy from back in the day, dude. So when the Rangers came out, I was, this was way past my time, bro. So I can really couldn't tell you anything about this. You're like copycats. I mean, yo, it's another, I mean, you see one, you see them all to me. They all look the same. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have really much. I don't have uh, much to say about this piece, man. So um, let's just move it on to John. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Mario. I, hey. I grew. I think I grew up watching. The only thing I watched Power Rangers was the, the movie with Alvin. Is it Alvin News or some news guy? Ivan. 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 Alvin. That's all the same. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm I'm in the same boat as uh, as Mario. I I never really got into. Uh, into the series how about yourself uh will dude i'm here to make this an even split right down the middle because i'm with dean on this one because honestly i i'm not getting these but they look fantastic i mean in my opinion like i i was young enough you know i like i grew up with the power rangers like i voltron is like i really had no idea what that was like i was you know so like for me like power rangers was a lot of my childhood but honestly i don't even remember most of the content to be honest because i was so young so like I don't have a much as much of emotional connection to these figures to make me want to get them. But honestly, I do have other three zero figures and they're really great. I mean, the only thing they struggle with, they tend to, is head sculpts. So but like, you know, face sculpts. But like with these figures, you're not getting that, obviously. So and you're right, Zach. I mean, the price on this thing, I mean, one nineteen in the other range, you can get them all for like five, six hundred bucks. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, for a licensed figure to be 119, the only thing I don't always love about 30, I would actually be okay with them raising the price a little bit. Give us a stand. Like, I mean, yeah. I just don't like that they don't include stands. Um, some people don't use them, but my house shakes, so I definitely use them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like, my, um, I don't know what's why? on my floor. Like, if I walk through it, the room will kind of shake. So Bro, like, you live in one of those like condos, like in Miami. What the fuck? Why is your house shaking? <laughs> no, I wish I did. Honestly, I live well, in Maryland. I live like at a farm area in Maryland, so I don't know. It was a, I don't know, it was a previous built house, but but either way, yeah, I don't know. But maybe I just have like heavy feet. I don't fucking know, but you know. But either way, this looks fantastic, and I'm really excited for people. I'm not getting these, but I think they look great. Up next, Lord Dracon uh, again by three zero slash Hasbro one forty. This is from, I think it's the Shattered something comics. Uh, Let me look that up real quick. But one forty, a little bit more expensive, a little bit more of a. Uh, a premium uh, price point, yeah, but again, at, lot one, going on, at one forty, shattered grid. Sorry about that. At one forty, that's still like very low third-party price point, fully licensed. I know in the comments, some people messaged, 
uh, is it possible to get a head sculpt for these guys? Hit up Auto Scrapyard. He does make custom head sculpts. So all you have to do is provide references of the uh, actor, actress, and he can get that done for you. Um, but yeah, 140. I have zero complaints about it. Uh, Dean, do you have anything you want to say about it? Um, no. By the time this guy came along, I was not watching Power Rangers. I grew up on Power Rangers. I remember one of my Christmases was like just Power Rangers. Yeah, uh, I've really, really loved Power Rangers, so I don't really know. Like honestly, I don't know why I don't want these. I just, <laughs> I just yeah. know not for me. Um, and this fun guy's, facts, oh. this guy's from the comic, like a new comic. He's not. From, oh, okay. I don't think he's in any of the shows. Okay, it's like, just like facts. it's it's marketed Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact though, the guy who voiced Rick Hunter from Robotech. Is, is responsible for bringing this over to, uh, or he was like the executive producer on uh, wow. on bringing the Power Rangers over to the United States, so very cool. Uh, I believe that was Saban, right? Wait, Saban, Saban voiced Rick? Saban no, 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 but oh, Saban was, was like, the company. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, damn, this motherfucker was doing everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, yeah, it, it was a long story, but he was like the executive producer, it was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Look at that. Ian CB said he's on vacation. He's staying up late or early to watch Collecting Weekly live. What a guy. Nice. Uh, let's move forward. I don't want to bore the panel with more Ranger stuff. Baron Zemo, six scale figure by Hot Toys teaser, was shown at the uh, sort of sideshow con. Um, I did not watch this show, so I have no idea how important he is in the show. Um, but I know after Civil War, a lot of people said they wanted a Baron Zemo. Obviously, after the show, he was like... He was memed for some dancing scene that I saw like 50,000 times on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. um, and apparently it plays a big role. So, um, Dean, have you seen the show? Can you uh, guys inform me about how, how big big of a deal this is, please? Uh, yeah, the show wouldn't happen without Baron Zemo. Um, I kind of wish they had shown the mask in the movie Civil War. Because when it pops yeah. up in the show, it's just kind of like... I don't want to say forced, but it's kind of like, well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> It's weird. So when he starts wearing it, you're like, why? He didn't wear it first, like, when he was taking on the Avengers, but all of a sudden there's some guys in a fucking field he's shooting at with a fucking... It's weird. Um, that being said, I, I have a much new found appreciation for this character. Uh, I've always really liked the actor as well, so it's not hard to really like this character. Um... He's fucking cool. I, I don't know if I would want him in my collection necessarily, but I think it's great that it's possible we could get it. Sean Usby says, can the movie of the week be these Disney plus shows? Get my boy Zach up with some good shit. Mario, <laughs> tell me about your thoughts on this. No, I, um, Dean had a great point. I think Baron Zemo was really, he was really one of those characters that did make the show. Um, and he, he was great. It was, it was nice to see this character like well fleshed out and everything. Um, as far as the mask, I, in Civil War, I honestly couldn't care less. I, I appreciated the character for for who he was and what he was trying to accomplish. So I and I really had no backstory with this guy anyway. So for me, the comics are the comics, the movies are the movies. Just just let it be as it is, right? So um, that being said, I don't think we're gonna see this figure. This is one of those pieces that's gonna stay in figure uh, purgatory, and that's it. It's pretty much a one and done with the yeah, with, with this series. If anything. Um, shit, I don't even think we'll even see him again. I mean, was it, I don't know if it was ever confirmed that we're going to see a, 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 a second season to the show. 
or we're just uh, or just going to continue with the next I think Captain we America will. Movie. Yeah, I think we definitely will. It hasn't been confirmed yet, I don't think, but I, yeah. I think you definitely will. It would be yeah. nice. WandaVision be nice is the only see. one you won't, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Wanda, WandaVision says series finale. Yeah. It's marketed as a limited this, series. Yeah. yeah, and this one, it, it, it just said like season finale. Right. Wow. So, um, yeah, USB uh, says we will probably see Zemo again. I mean, we might maybe maybe Captain America four somewhere possibly, but yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, this is it's a pretty basic looking piece. I mean, it, it's cool for what it is, but I mean, I'm that's kind of why interested. I think we will see it because it's so simple to do. But so was some other. Fi- I mean, so was um. What do I say? Maybe Baze Malvis was also kind of simple to do, but they they solicit, they tease him a long time ago. Baze Malvis is yeah, way more complicated than Dude, a, just a, a big ass gun in a that trench coat and the hair and little armor and, and yeah. some cotton balls on the back of the jacket. One six shooter yeah. and a few others comment that he'll be in Thunderbirds. Mm. Look at that, the John. Fuck oh, okay. <laughs> I think uh, I think it looks good. Um, I'm in the same boat. With Mario, I think it's in the purgatory. It's not gonna be released. They gotta fix a couple things. Fix those con con balls there on the side, like you said. It looks like he's getting ready for a flight. He's gonna sleep. With the thing. How dare you? Oh yeah, like the little yeah, <laughs> little travel pillow. Cotton balls. Um, oh, that's great. I'd also like to see an unmasked portrait. No. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice yeah. to see. But hey, what are you gonna do? It's nice if you get the the updated uh, cap. I think they'll display well, but I haven't watched the show yet, so. Wow. You too, John? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Guys, I'm not, you know, the only show I really got into was, I watched WandaVision. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance is a, a favorite Sunday nights. Make sure you guys collecting watch weekly. TLC. Collecting Weekly, of course. Um, but. <laughs> collecting. And then that's like, ever just, <laughs> there's just, just too much on. And. After Dark. What was I going to say? <laughs> what was I going to say now? <laughs> you guys ruined his train of thought. You guys ruined it. <laughs> Oh, it's windy Jesus somewhere. Team. Somebody's ring alert. Suspicious activity at your front door. Um, oh, I yeah. WandaVision and Loki. Those are... I like love Loki. But mm-hmm. uh, what do you think, Will? <clears throat> yeah, I'm with the consensus on this one. I think this ends up in figure purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is... You know, you guys know. You've been around long enough. Hot Toys will flex every now and then. They'll mm-hmm. be like, this is not a particularly complex figure, but it's like, oh, like we're going to show you something different. Like... I wouldn't rule out the entirely the possibility that it gets released, but just my hunch tells me I think this doesn't end up getting released. Because, like, I think you're right. I think you were saying, Dean, like, it's a pretty simple figure. I don't think it would be that complex to do. But I think as much as people like the character, I don't think this would be a particularly hot seller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, anywhere. Like, I mean, Asian market, USA market, I, I don't think this would be a that particularly... Seems, that seems racial. Because there's nothing to it. <laughs> you think so, dude? Yeah, I don't think you could say that. Oh, okay, got it. Well, I'll just, I'll just say, here's what I'll say. Noted. Zemo would not sell anywhere to anybody. No, I'm just kidding. But I think he would. Planet. I think he would sell like to, um, you know, like I think I think he would sell to like really diehard fans who wanted to like complete a line, which is something we'll talk about. It sounds like, but you know, I, I yeah, I just the plug. I'm free plug for you guys. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm fine with how the figure looks, but yeah, hundred percent. If you're gonna release this guy, you need a head sculpt. No doubt about it. Um, I'm thinking head sculpt in a different out- in a different outfit where he's dancing. And, yeah, um, you got to just take the jacket off. off and then just put a him in DX the of two fingers. <laughs> there you go. DX Zemo. No one's gonna yes. want this, but DX would be perfect. Right. I DX Zemo. <laughs> well, I don't know, Dean. They made Neon Tech Mark 50s, so I mean, it's. I mean, you're not wrong. Anything's possible. So, yeah, anything's wow. possible with that. But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think it looks really great though. Like I wouldn't get it because 
I have watched the show. I really enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, it was probably my least favorite of the three shows thus far, but it yeah. was still good. Like it's still enjoyable. But uh, Zemo's good in it. I, I'm not particularly like fond of the character. Like he's okay. Like I don't. I liked his dance meme, but that was pretty much it. I mean, like he's a good character. Daniel Brühl acts him super well, but I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not particularly like you know enamored with the character. Like how much? How much can this figure really cost Hot Toys to produce? Yeah, there's not no much. portrait. It's look like he, they went to the drug mart, got some con balls, put them on the back. The I don't know. I, there's nothing to it. They got to add more to it. If they're going to actually put this out there, they need to add more to it, I think. What are you going to add, though? That's the question. Yeah. It's got the Only a head sculpt, gloves. I would think. Yeah. yeah. But even then, if you add a head sculpt, it's at least a 260 figure, probably. I yeah, mean, no. 250, not So I just don't think Easy. you're going to sell a lot of figures at that price. Yeah. So. Iconic Studio announced a TB League collaboration for a Street Fighter teaser. Uh, they did say in the kind of like teaser posts they're not using an off-the-shelf body so it will be interesting to see what they do with this i know when we had andrew on after dark he had mentioned that this was a line that they were working on um i think i'm interested to see what they come up with i know tb league obviously has some very bulky bodies but you know as far as like anime style video game style bodies there's not really a lot out there for the seamless stuff i know in the past i had the it was like a fison dragon ball kit and it was fucking awful like literally in every single way uh, trash that thing immediately. Um, probably one of my worst purchases of all time. But I, I think if they're going to get a custom body and they have the quality of head sculpt that they put out with the Patrick Bateman, I'm, I'm very keen to see what this could could uh, turn out to be. What do you think, Dean? Uh, yeah, as long as long as it is not an off the shelf body, I think it'll look great. Because, um, like you said, like they, they just don't translate well from realistic to like animation style mm-hmm. so yeah i think if they really work together and and come up with a, a a body that looks good in both scenarios that'd be nice um but yeah i'm super excited i th- i think uh yeah i think we got a little sneak peek of the ryu and it looks fantastic um also just while we're on the subject i don't really understand tb league's logo why is the red just so fucking splattered? Mm-hmm. Like I don't get it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's driving me crazy. Like the top of the G, half of the U, the top of the E, <laughs> and half of the E. Half over of another. Here. I don't Only get you it. Like, that, Dean. Put you in a trans. <laughs> like, I, like Zach was talking, and I was like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" All right, but <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what they come out with. Because, dude, honestly, Ryu is like one of those like classic video game characters that you kind of like should have on your shelf you know and he's everywhere yeah yeah Outside i mean, street fighter yeah like i grew up dude ken and ryu dude fucking jam dude the i don't even animes, think i played street fighter the movies dude well what really? oh yeah dude. seriously yeah wow. i don't think maybe a couple times maybe like was it was it arcades and stuff yeah 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 because yeah, i remember i played like uh tekken i played that i played oh, mortal kombat Dude, Marvel yeah. vs. Capcom was the jam. I think I played that, bro. yeah. But I Those did, games honestly, Street Fighter, I was like, I don't remember playing much. I probably did, but yeah. not much. Yeah, I grew up playing Street Fighter and like uh, the original Mortal Kombat on the Genesis <laughs> and stuff. Dude, yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I love Street Fighter. I really don't like fighting games much anymore, but I even bought the newest uh, Street Fighter. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just one of those like, dude, Chun-Li, fucking Ken, uh, fucking... Uh, What's his name with the uh, stretchy arms? 
Um, Stretch yeah. Armstrong? <laughs> no, Mr. Fantastic? I was just... I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Zangief and, and uh, Vega. Uh, Guy Vega. Vega. Hey, Mario's uh, like a wealth of knowledge Blanca. over here. Blanca. I was, yeah, Dude, there's so mm-hmm. many great characters just from Street Fighter alone that it's like... Yeah, like if you're gonna have someone on the show from at least representing Capcom or Street Fighter, it's gotta be for you. So mm-hmm. I'm super yeah. excited to see what this comes out. Well, yeah, I'm excited to see what. Uh, what the oh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That was your problem. He, I think John just thought guess, it. Bro. John just thought it was his turn next, so he can oh, go. Sorry. No, I, I, I thought you said. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the cheddar's going. No, you know what? I, I'm still too much I'd like to be famous. No, you know what it is. I thought you said that you don't watch, you don't know what Street Fighter is, so you like you're not a fan of it. So I thought that was your turn. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no, too late now. You already got the just spot, go, dude. Well, I'm I'm in the same boat as Will. I haven't, I don't follow real Street Fighter, but I'm excited right. to see iconic. Iconic uh, Studios has been killing it. Uh, they killed it with their American Psycho figure, and this looks pretty cool. I want to see what it looks like, the, like the final proto uh, in hand photos. Because look at the if you look at his arm, the musculature on the on the arm looks phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm excited to see. Uh, Will, my apologies. The, the <laughs> no, floor is yours, Doctor Will. I don't care at all. Um, so like honestly, I'm I'm totally with Jonathan on this one. Like I have very little uh, knowledge of street fighter or sort of anticipation of what this would be i do like iconic that they're doing something different you know giving us american psycho Mm -hmm. and then giving us sort of capcom Mm -hmm. characters that's really cool because i feel like we get a lot of the same things from different companies like everyone wants star wars everyone wants dc everyone wants marvel but then we're getting something different from these companies you know um license and third party alike you know that i think is really cool so i think it's always good when collectors have like an, an abundance of options so we can kind of like fill out our collection with things that we would never get otherwise and i feel like those are the type of collectibles that are made by like almost true collectors not that the other companies aren't but like really ones that really want to give the fans something that i think you wouldn't get otherwise right so that's what i think is really cool about this again i have no knowledge of capcom street fighter really or any of it but you know i i think this is could be cool like you talked about john the muscles i mean that looks pretty cool so mm-hmm. if that's anything like indication of what the figure will turn out like then i think that's pretty impressive so yeah i'm excited for anyone who's interested in these ips well back in my day when this when this Mark, your game voice is pretty out. good there man <laughs> were you like a singer Dude, or something wow that's how a was I wizard singer? voice than i had uh, oh, i might have done something back in the oh day. okay i want to um, hear you sing to me sometime mario sometime when it's just you and i dude <laughs> yeah just sing to me please sing right in my ear under the moon uh-huh. <laughs> oh, look boy. man i mean be ashamed to waste the stars <laughs> You gave me when, the perfect line, Ox Daddy. That's what I'm going to tell him when I see him. Can I speak? Thank you. <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God, I was trying to compliment you, Mario. Only I when you're spoken to. You, to. I was trying to tell you oh. how amazing your voice was, but go ahead. No, oh, thank you, Will. I, I can't. I can't follow up, dude. After your your wonderful elaboration, bro. Look, I mean, uh, I remember when this damn thing first came out, dude. It, it was a big. It was a big thing. Street Fighter Two was just like our jam. People. Um, in my generation, just dropping, putting quarters up on the screen, whoever's got next. I mean, every every freaking weekend at the liquor store just down the street, it was just, it was crazy. So I'm excited to see some of these figures finally uh, come to fruition. And for Iconic Studios to be taking a crack at it, there's so many possibilities they can go with. There's so many characters, so many different variations of the same damn characters. So yeah. I'm curious to see how far they can really take this line because there's so many possibilities. So I'm, color me excited, but I'm 
I don't plan on picking them up, but I love the game nonetheless. So, well, we got to get you on sometime, or at least we'll figure something. I just get you online and just play some Street Fighter, dude. It's, it is fun. It is hell fun. Yeah, dude. we'll have to play, dude, for sure. Yeah, I got the, the only way combat, but that's it. Yeah, the only way right. Mario's picking up this figure is if uh, he shows up in Star Wars. <laughs> You're not wrong, dude. <laughs> that's a really good point, actually. You're not wrong. Wow. But yeah. Uh, up next, Blitzway. They're coming soon with a Kurt Cobain one-fourth scale collectible statue and one-sixth scale collectible figure. I would be very interested to see what the quarter scale statue would look like. Uh, but I think this is great. They did Jimi Hendrix. They're doing uh, Kurt Cobain in six scale next. I know the Jimi Hendrix kind of so-so on the, the actual final release. It'll be very interesting to see what they do with this. I know Kurt Cobain's a cultural icon gone too soon so it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how this turns out and of course the price point i know the blitzway hendrix i think it was like 280 or something like that it was quite expensive uh so if they can kind of bring the price down a bit for kurt and improve the head school quality i think this would be this could be interesting what do you think dean yeah uh i think that jimmy hendrix was kind of like waxy looking which was kind of weird i don't it's very sweaty looking yeah, uh, the fact that this is not only just a figure, but they're also going to make it a statue, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the statue, I can imagine something kind of like this poster where he's sitting on the stool and you know playing his guitar. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, I was going to make a joke, and I don't think I can. <laughs> I uh, think I know where you're going it. with the joke, but I'm not. An exclusive sure. piece. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I was I was just going to say like. I, <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, what are my kind of accessories? <laughs> oh, Stop. Uh, Just tell me off stream, Dean. I want to hear it. Stop. <laughs> Jesus. I just I, have, um, I have one in my hands. It's, a, it's unfortunate that... Because I think Kurt Cobain and Jimi Hendrix both died at 27. They're like part look, of the 27 I'm just, club. I'm not I, convinced. I think it's, a, it's an odd coincidence that those are the first two figures. I wonder if the next one's going to be like... Uh, Whitney Houston. There's, there's, she's still 27 alive. When she died. What she's are you talking about? Alive. She's, she's not still alive. What's the matter with Whitney you? Whitney Houston. <laughs> I don't think Whitney Houston's alive. Whitney Houston. Houston. She's not alive. Yeah, we're gonna course. get canceled on air. Yeah. Oh my god. Why did I join the stream? Yeah, Will's like. I picked the wrong one to join. Horrible for my career. Oh yeah, she died in 2012. She was not 27. Yeah. Amy Winehouse coming up next. Bye. The magical wow. baby okay. powder. Uh, Look, I'm Mar just saying Mario he was murdered. He's speechless. Mario, just, just uh, what, what do you think? What? Oh, my gosh. I told you guys, or I told Zach earlier a while ago that I'm kind of like in an Amy Winehouse kind of mood lately, so I've been playing a lot of her music. I know. That's why I thought of it. Uh, how dare you? Look, man. I'm at Seven Club, man. Coming off, coming off the, the Jimi Hendrix piece, after PCS dropped that bomb of a Prince piece, I'm... Super excited to see what they'll do with Kurt Cobain, man. I mean, he another another legend in the making. Again, that was gone too soon. <laughs> but Start yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Uh, I'm intrigued by the quarter scale statue. Um, who's up next? John, I Will, whoever. <laughs> Will guys. go for it. What'd you say? Am I next? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Mario, are you sure you're done? I don't want to interrupt you, dude. Okay. 
Cool. All right. So what I'll say is I'm really excited because I think we kind of talked about this, like an untapped market for these musician collectibles. So I'm really excited to see them, you know, uh, you know, dipping their toes into this market because I think it's really cool and it's something different again. So Kurt Cobain, they're really tackling like the key, um, you know, very popular, like, you know, recognizable musicians. Kurt Cobain is one of the most famous by far. And yep. um, yeah, I'm excited they're doing a one fourth and a one six. You're a hundred percent right, though, Dean. I originally had the Jimi Hendrix on pre-order, right? but I canceled it because I saw how waxy he looked, and the sculpt just looked off. Like yeah. it just yeah. didn't look right. Like, and I canceled it, and I actually have no regrets about that because I love Jimi Hendrix, but I really wanted that figure, but it just didn't come out the way I was hoping it to. Um, and Blitzway kind of has a little bit of a track record of that, at least in recent years, in my opinion. Like, I had their um, Bill and Ted on pre-order. And then I saw kind of what it turned out like, and I was like, Ugh. and again, I canceled it. So, Those elbows, um, right? yeah, that and like counter Reeves look, I'm sorry, like not good. Yeah. Like it didn't look good to me at all. Bill actually looked pretty solid, but, um, yeah, but Ted just didn't look great. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm really excited for this because this is probably not one I would pick up. There are some musicians I would be interested in, like a Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'd be very interested in, um, Ooh. Yeah, I think that would be a really good one. Or we talked about it, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They did them. <laughs> or even like Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire, I'd be really happy with. Um, but that could be something they tackle maybe. Dude, what about so. like a Prince? Well, dude, yeah. Well, they're doing Prince well, for PCS. So. Oh, are they really? Yeah, PCS dropped a Prince on a bike. I think. Uh, Statue. We oh, talked about it last right. night, Dean. Yeah, yeah. it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's go, not go, up for pre order yet. Go watch yet, the show but... sometime, dude. You'll, you'll, you'll have seen it. <laughs> Dean Dean was there, but just not fully there. Um, no, I was watching Lord of the no, Rings. He wasn't there. He was watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm, I think this looks great, or will look great. Rather, I'm excited for it. One six shooter says Courtney Love will be contacting So So Toys to do a figure of her, which is ironic because then Jeez. they would be making a one six shooter. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dean, oh, that's a clip. God. That's a clip right there. That's the golden Jesus clip. Christ. I'm giving you the award for the golden clip of the oh, evening. Man. Oh, man. Dean. <laughs> Bro, you have no chill. Wow. <laughs> what a savage. I know. Speaking about shooters, no, uh, this is this this looks good. I, I look, I like the fact that they're they're innovating. They're kind of going into like you said, Will, they're going into a line that we're not uh used to. They're doing these musicians, power to them. Just make sure you're gonna execute the statue and the figure well. That's all I say. Uh, but this gives them an endless opportunity of musicians that they can they can produce if it's a popular uh, a popular line. So all the power to them. What musicians would you guys like to see next? Tenacious D. Ooh, Dean, that's that's good. Tenacious the Beatles D. would be a popular one. Yeah, the Beatles. But it'd be the, hard um, to get them to. But it's hard because there's so many different. Well, uh, well yeah, you you asked what we would like to see, and I'm just telling you what we would like to see. I didn't okay, see so Beatles we got through. with a yellow submarine. Daft Punk. Yes, Daft Punk. Rolling Did Stones Stones Who made that uh, There's like four different versions of Kiss? Uh, okay, okay. Ozzy would be cool. Bruce Springsteen. Well, Ozzy would be pretty cool. All these were great suggestions, minus that one. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it, James Brown. Coldplay. Barry White. Coldplay. I said Rebecca Black. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. dude! Amy Winehouse, Biggie Smalls. You you follow her on fucking TikTok, bro? Tupac Charcoal. She bad, bro. Dean, Dean, who are you talking about? Rebecca, Rebecca Black. Black dude? Oh, okay. See, I don't know. Oh, more like, more like TikTok, dude. Isn't like, she sixteen? Oh God, thick of some grits. Dude, she oh, was sixteen like ten years ago. She's old. Wow, I'm getting old. 
she was 16 when I was 16. The Thing <laughs> Mac Ready by Mondo uh, from Comic-Con at Home. This is interesting. They, they, there's, like, licenses go through these cycles where, like, all these companies make versions of this character. NECA just put one out a few months ago. Now we have Mondo coming in with a six-scale uh, Mac Ready from The Thing. Same with Grievous. I know we t- uh, you guys talked about it on... Um, in and out last night there's a ton of grievous stuff out of nowhere same with uh the bale batman trilogy is there like a big anniversary or something for this film that i'm missing or is this just kind of one of those things where it just comes up every now and again dude i don't know because no bullshit like a month before uh neca announced one my sister was like yo i just watched the thing and i was like oh okay i mean it's a you know pretty classic movie, but like it was kind of like that well, seemed kind of out of nowhere, and like like you said, it's just like the thing everywhere now. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I guess I'll look up if there's like a they're remaking the film. So are that they might really? Be mm. Yeah, they're making like a dude. What mm. a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So wait, that there's could be nothing why. safe from a remake nowadays, guys. Right. But yeah. so they made one in Mark 2011. Said it's 40th anniversary. Yeah, that's like a se- it's like a prequel sequel. Yeah, it's Ew. like a it's a prequel. It's like the Lame. is it Norwegian? I think. Yeah. 80, they, 1982. So yeah, I guess we're coming up on what? That'd be 40 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, 40 years. Wow. It's an incredible movie. Though. <clears throat> I mean, it really. Yeah. Is. The thing that worries me though is Mondo is not like the greatest six scale company. They're very like cartoonish. I would mm-hmm. almost think that the NECA would probably turn out to be more realistic than Mondo. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, uh, I mean, you're not. Well, actually, didn't didn't they just do the uh, the the swamp thing? Is that what it's called? The creature from the lagoon? Didn't yeah. they just release that? That one came out nice. Yeah, was I was Mondo gonna though? say. I think the reason why you have those images in your head is because they've. They did like the Batman animated stuff. Well, they've skewed animation style, right? They did Voltron. They did uh, a thing with the. Didn't they do the He Man's? Um, I think they also had their own set of turtles. Um, so they've done cartoony things. I think this will be a nice way of seeing what they can do not cartoony. I, I mean, I'm a fan of Mondo products. I think they're they're really uh, um, considering they're like. Like I said, cartoony, they're like high-end products, so they're usually pretty expensive. So, this will be cool. It looks like it's going to come with a bunch of shit, so. Mm. I've never seen this movie, guys. And this what? Is- oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, it's so good, here. man. What? Yeah, this you this guys is the first time this, <laughs> this is the first time that I'm seeing anything of the thing. You guys said it's everywhere. I haven't noticed it. I mean, but... Yeah, I mean... Cool. Kurt, Kurt Douglas. <laughs> Kurt Douglas is in it? Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell. Oh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Are we yeah, titling I, I the have... show? I have nothing to say about this, but. <laughs> you could. But, no, nah, I mean, like I, I seriously, I have no idea what this, what's going on with this at all. And I'm sorry that I have uh, I have nothing to say about this, but I'm sure Will might have a couple things to say. <laughs> save us, Will. Okay, I'll save you. Okay, so this film is incredible. I mean, like, it really is. Like, it, really for you know the like uh realistic effects that they made in the film like for like a 1980 film like it's it's incredible it really is it's really like sort of a it's a horror thriller like you really like most of the film i won't spoil anything but like there's sort of like an alien creature and it can sort of take the form of anyone it touches so like you don't know who's mm. human and who's not so like that's kind of like the whole you know um 
plot of the film and the conflict there and they're trying to determine like are you being real you know are you your real self or not and it's like it's really interesting honestly and the ending is actually very ambiguous which i'll leave at that but um i'm really excited to see what this is going to look like i don't particularly have high hopes i think you said zach mondo or someone said they can be a little yeah. cartoonish looking um i tend to agree because I actually love the God of War game and they made that Kratos. I wasn't crazy about it. Um, I didn't get it because of that reason. So I went with the Prime one instead. But uh, like, wow. it, yeah, so, and I got Balder too. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Baldo? Balder. Do you, oh. Yeah, Balder. He's Sorry, Baldo's yeah. Baldo's cousin. <laughs> Baldo, yeah, he's Baldo's cousin. Yeah, so, but honestly, this looks really cool. I'm more excited for the creature, to be honest, um, than I am, uh, you know, Mac Ready, just because I that sculpt from that picture doesn't look very good um it's hard to say it's very dimly lit but honestly the film is fantastic if you have not seen um you know if you've not seen the the thing then you really need to go watch it mario like and whoever else hasn't seen it like seriously it's an incredible horror film it's one of my favorites ever honestly like and i i think i just watched it maybe like a year or two ago um and uh, i think my brother recommended it to me and it's honestly like super super kurt russell's great there's some i mean there's some serious like I guess you would call it like a uh, body horror. Like, I mean, like there's some serious stuff going on where like with prosthetics and effects and stuff like non CGI mm-hmm. stuff that just really like, it's like top of the line shit that holds up really well. Some today. of the best special effects Dude. ever. Yep. Yep. Some of the best, like re like, um, non CGI effects, practical effects is the term I'm looking for. Yeah. So Brighton like, makes a great point. He said, if you love among us, you'll love the thing. Yeah. Among us basically. literally is like a, is a the game plot. version of the thing. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah. Really? Except there could be multiple imposters. Well, like I guess if you have a bigger crew, there could be multiple imposters in Among Us. But that's sort of like they're trying to figure out who the imposters are the whole time. Mm-hmm. So Among Us basically just watched the thing, and they were like, "We could make a game like this," and that's basically what and they did. They made so, the best game of 2020. <laughs> it's kind of it's a pretty fun game, honestly. We gotta play with Will. I kind of want to play with Will. We should get a dude. I'm really fucking bad at it. Like every, I play with my friends. Like I'm the worst liar of all time. They're like, I'm pretty sure Will's very sus. Like Will's the imposter every time, dude. Like wow. I get caught very quickly. And also, I kill people right in front of other people, and I don't even know it. <laughs> I just and, the same thing, dude. <laughs> and then like I kill people, and they're like, Will, I just saw you kill him. Like no, you didn't. I wasn't there. And then uh, yeah, I get caught all the time. Wow. Let's play with Will. Um, <laughs> I'm down to play with you guys always win. I make you feel great about yourselves. <laughs> Let's uh, blow through this one real quick. Limb Toys, the Cowboy, coming out very soon. After that, we'll focus on the Investigator release. Uh, supposedly, I, we've said this like every few months, but it should be coming out in the next month or so. So stay tuned for that, Scott Bradley. You do have one coming from our friends over at One Six Corner. Who's the so Investigator? As soon as, uh, it's, it's another one of those uh, releases that they solicited after uh, the Gunslinger. Uh, Dean, this is real exciting for us. The Krillin 2.0 by Figuarts. It was shown... And then, not really officially solicited yet, but they did show us like the actual pre-order photos. Um, I think this looks absolutely fantastic. A lot of people are calling this the new 3.0 body uh, body mold. But uh, as a fan of Krillin and as someone that could not afford like the two three hundred dollar aftermarket price on him, um, this is huge. This is absolutely huge. Uh, yeah, uh, Krillin is easily one of the most memorable sidekicks. Uh, arguably the strongest human in the, the no, world. No, arguably the strongest human. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Next to Mr. Satan. Yeah, like, yeah of course. Um, and like you <laughs> said, dude, I, I got into uh, figure arts way too late, so like picking up a Krillin was like, forget it. I mean, you're talking 
like Zach said, two, three hundred bucks, that's like hot toy money, you know. For a fucking figure that's what, three and a half inches tall? Krillin's not a big guy. And figure where it's only six inches. Um, dude, I think Uh-oh. Ain't no fucking way. This on, on, on an updated body, which I think looks fantastic. Um, just the way it proportions him out. I think it you know, obviously again, Krillin's a small guy, so there's going to be some sacrifices in the molding to get the articulation, but I think it. I think it aesthetically looks really good. Um, I, I'm so stoked. I think the fact that we have these photos proves that it's going to be released because all the other ones we've ever seen that were just on display don't get photo treatments like this. They said this one's uh, going up for pre-order August second. Okay, perfect. So yeah, yeah. they already said that. Um, yeah, I think uh, like this picture of him just standing, like it's fucking yoked, yoked, dude. And and I think it has to do with the the sculpting and the uh, where the articulation is. I think helps it actually. Um, I know that the the ab joint looks a little odd, and the shoulders are a little like deep cut for a butterfly. But I don't know. I think it just works so well on Krillin. Um, and he's such an essential character. Like literally, any important fight, even though he might not be the one finishing it, he's like literally he's part of every moment of this he, of the series. Yeah, dude, he's literally the fucking turning point in the fight against Frieza is because of Krillin. Like, um, fucking your Frieza, turn your heat on. <laughs> what a legend, bro. Uh, yeah, turn the heat on. Uh, Perfect dad uh, joke. Can, can we get a? Can we get an explanation? No, you, you uh, can't turn the heat on because then your Vegeta's what, will what go What kind back. of explanation? Your Vegeta, you got to shave that twice a month. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. What's a yoked for us old folk? Like Rip. You're not muscular. He's yeah. fucking, he's Jack, bro. He's like the strongest human being in the, in the world. Wait, us old folk? You don't know what yoked is? Kind of looks like Danny. <laughs> <laughs> bro. That seems racial. I don't think. <laughs> D, everything's racial to Dean. <laughs> no one, absolutely no one. Dean, that seems racial. Uh, moving on, they also had uh, on display only, and this kind of goes back to what, what Dean was saying, that they kind of like Hot Toys, they'll put up a lot of figures for the convention. This one I do believe... Um, will actually go up because it was a fan vote but they have super saiyan kefla they also have zarbon dodoria uh then they were soliciting i think it's like a three pack with the three of them and then i don't oh. have a photo of it but they're also doing an anime an anime accurate color uh frieza saga final form frieza so that's cool. uh quite a bit of figures there jerry's world said i sold the deathstroke on offer up i saw his post last night i was gonna send him a message but congrats jerry i uh i didn't want to bother him so late uh, so definitely a, a great little convention there for figure arts. They did also have the Super Saiyan 4 Goku on display, uh, but I know our panel isn't big into DBZ, so I won't bore you guys I know, too much. I know for a fact that three pack would be very expensive, but I would pick that up. I now, I don't necessarily need that Frieza, but the fact that I'm getting all three of them in one package, I'm I'm sold. Let's have a let's have a discussion here. I know you guys don't collect Dragon Ball Z, but I think this is a great little discussion that we can have. So, um, this post here on one of the uh, figure arts groups. So since they're having another sale, does anyone feel like having event exclusives is like having a regular release? Everyone can get these now. I don't buy to sell, but I thought the value would have gone up after Mm -hmm. the two sales were over, which is cool. But now a third sale with no closing time, I wonder how long the sale will last. So they put up all three or all four rather, uh, up for pre-order and right off the bat, they told you that there was going to be two pre-order windows. It's uh, both sold out. 
Goku, Beerus, Whis, and that boat. Yeah, Just for so those listening, know. sorry. Um, all four figures sold out in both windows almost instantly. And um, there was kind of some issues of, like, people weren't able to get in or they had them in their carts. And then when they went to purchase them, they were taken out of the carts. Um, they opened up a third window, which basically was, like, an unlimited, like, I think it might even still be open. And people were complaining, like, it's not really an exclusive if you just produce, like, however many you get ordered, right? Like, when you would go to SDCC or NYCC when they were having them in person, they would have a limited stock at the event. And once those sold out, you would have to go to the next event. So they would do, like, SDCC, NYCC, Mexico Comic Con, uh, different different Comic Cons overseas. And they were fairly limited. Like, the one, uh, the two that I have, they're going for about double retail price because of that. And now, I guess, with the stay-at-home thing, I think they're just able to produce any number of them. So, Dean, do you think that's good for exclusive figures to kind of be open-ended? Do you wish that they would have stuck to their guns and only done the two pre-order windows and left a lot of people uh, hanging? What is your what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, if you're going to put the word exclusive on your fucking figure, or whatever the fuck you're selling, I think you should already have them made... And sell them wherever. So it's like, hey, we only made a, we only made two thousand Goku's. That's it. Yeah. Don't open it up for a second window, and definitely don't open it up for a third window. This goes back to, uh, uh, it was this last Force Friday. The Black Series Commander Fox was a GameStop exclusive, and you just had to get lucky because he was just kind of like sparsely shipped out i was lucky enough to find one on uh, on force friday well like a week later they're like oh well we're now it's going to be a a joint exclusive to uh entertainment earth it's like okay well then it's not exclusive anymore if you're just going to open it up to another anybody could just it's not like a hey i just happened to find one it's like i'll just order it now that's not exclusive i could just order it and then they did it again to another uh, another retailer. I think it was like Target or something. It's like, oh, you could get Commander Fox here now. Joints exclusive. It's like that's not that's no longer exclusive. If you're just gonna keep releasing this shit, which is fine, if you want to fucking have everybody and their mother own a Goku figure, like I'm all for it. But don't call it exclusive. Real and quick, f- um, Napa is still available for pre-order. Uh, they're asking about the third sale. I think the third sale was going on and out throughout yesterday. I know that's when everything was back up and everyone was complaining about it. Uh, but Napa, the time of this recording is still available for pre-order. Go ahead, um, yeah, it, it's just it's real frustrating because again, like I want if if John wants uh, or um, I don't know why I said John. If Will <laughs> wants a Goku. I think he should be able to get a Goku. I think that's great. I think if he's like, hey, I didn't watch Dragon Ball Z until I was fucking 30 years old and now I want a Goku. Hey, I want him to be able to get a Goku. But if you're going to fucking slap the word exclusive on it, don't fucking remake it every five fucking seconds. The fact that they're, <laughs> these are even... The fact that these are even solicited as exclusives, they're already reissues. All four of these are reissues. The only the only thing that makes them exclusive, I think, is really the Goku has translucent hair compared to the original release, and the Nappa is animation accurate colors. Beerus and Whis have no differences in 
I guess maybe the packaging will be different, but that's not, I mean, to me, that's not exclusive worthy. It's like, they're already reissues. So to call them exclusive is almost insulting, and to fucking release them three different times again in the same, it's even more so. USB says exclusive and limited aren't the same. It's still exclusive to the online sale right now or if the conventions were going. Equan says up. they sell it not just to <laughs> Pete Bandai, but also the Bluefin pop-up stores. It's not really exclusive. You can get it from two different stores. Uh, Will, what is your thoughts just about this kind of thing in general? I know Sideshow kind of had their whole shindig on Monday where they said if you don't pre-order something and the window closes, you can't. it's sold out and then... It wasn't sold out after the timer, and then people called them out, and then it was waitlisted, and you could join the waitlist, but now the waitlist is closed. Very confusing. Right. What are your thoughts about, like, this whole thing? Yeah, it was very confusing, that's for sure. Honestly, I'm I'm mostly with Dean on this one. I feel like, yeah, if you're going to slap the exclusive tag on it, then it should literally be exclusive. You know, if you're going to open it up for a third sale, it doesn't really feel as exclusive. Like, I guess you can make the argument it's exclusive to this online, you know, sale that they're having. But again, like the fact that you're opening it up three times with, it seems like no end in sight on this one. I mean, no one knows how long this sale is going to last. It sounds like just from what you guys are telling me, that doesn't really sound very exclusive to me. So it's like, it's, sorry, well, but it's no, like the, the shit with um, uh, the uh, the Haslab. It's like, hey, if we don't if we don't get this many people backing our product by this date, you're not gonna get it. And then that date comes, they're like, well, we're just gonna arbitrarily extend it. Extend it yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You didn't make the deal, then you're not gonna make it. Like, why the fuck are you extending yeah. it? If if you're just gonna make it, just fucking make it. Right. It, it's like, don't don't say it's exclusive if if you're just gonna keep fucking shoving these out here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, and it's funny, like you brought up Zach. Like, I feel like I'm probably in the minority here like i don't like how sideshow executed that edition thing but i don't have a problem with the idea of it i don't have a problem with making it like a five-day exclusive thing because you know like we've always seen like the exclusive edition and the collector's edition they're the same price and it lasts for a long period of time so really there's no real reason to feel like you have to do anything to get the exclusive because you have any number of days to like sort of pre-order either one and obviously everyone's going to get the exclusive right no one's ever going to get the collector's edition for the same exactly. yeah i want a lesser product for the same price like you know no one's ever going to do that so i'm fine with the five day thing you know i know it's a separate topic but i i don't really see it as a problem the like for example i know they did it with the mark one they did it with bobo on throne the mark one definitely there's not enough there to really make it matter um like an extra so little faceplate it, it yeah. yeah it's it's irrelevant so but nonetheless yeah. as far as this goku stuff goes dean spoiler alert i don't want a goku because i've never actually really watched dragon ball z God damn so it, well. yeah so you know it's dude the, trust me guys there's so much shit to watch and i feel like everyone every day is like oh you haven't seen this you haven't seen that because i've had to watch so many things over my time and it's just like there's so many things i'm still missing out on so um but I'm, yeah i'm sad <laughs> that made me dean, sad we're still brothers we're still brothers, dude. You're gonna adopt me officially. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Zach. Uh, Dean's promised me he would adopt me as his brother, so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him to that. Wow. Yeah. I gotta talk to my mom about. Yeah, that. I want to live in Texas, so you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't like the slapping the exclusive tag on it and then not following through on it. I mean, these figures look pretty cool, so I'm happy for those who are gonna get them. But I have no interest in them necessarily. But I would say that overall, you know, I agree. Um. You know, I don't know if there's extenuating circumstances that maybe I'm not aware of with this, but I just feel like, yeah, I mean, no. I mean, it, it should be exclusive. If it's good, if you call it exclusive, it should be exclusive. And it shouldn't be this open, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I, I think what the hobby, what our, what our hobby's missing is exclusivity. Um, it's not like it was back in the day where you had to fight to get a figure, and then after it sold out, boom, it skyrocketed, and you had that hunt. I feel like collecting lost the hunt. Everything's at our fingertips. Mm. Everything's over mass. Everyone produced. feels entitled. Everybody's everything's mass produced, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. It's the same thing with hot toys. Um, they have a hot toys toy fair exclusive. Uh, Sideshow has it two three weeks later um, for everybody to order. No, I think that these companies should be okay. You want to do a toy fair exclusive? Fine, have that toy fair exclusive there, and then if you want to bring it to Sideshow for North American. Uh, orders and so forth number them have those exclusives numbered and do a numbered line if you're gonna open up the orders to on sideshow and have it open for everybody then where's the exclusivity of the of the collectible why are you slapping a hot toys toy fair exclusive or in this case even um this uh sideshow con event exclusive i think it's just to get the people intrigued and that's it i think these companies need to continue producing figures but when it comes to exclusives, make the figures actually exclusive. Yeah, I think uh, who who was that? I was uh, yelling at me a second ago. About, <laughs> it's not me, bro. It's not it, me. Was it Usb? Who was saying there's a difference between limited and exclusive? Yeah, it's, which yeah. The, okay, yeah, peanut which gallery is, over there. It's, it's fair, right? That's a, that that is fair, but part of the exclusivity is the limitedness of it. I, if I, I could only get this figure at Comic-Con, they like I said those the, those figures should already be made. And if and if I don't get to the table in time to buy it, I don't get it. That's it. That's We that's only made be. 500 of these. I'm sorry. Too bad. It's not like, "Hey, come back tomorrow, we're making another 500." No. You pay secondary prices <laughs> now. If you secondary fucking market. missed it, you missed it. That's I, it. Yeah, I I think if like John said, if it's going to be an actual exclusive, it has to be limited. Am I wrong? No, no you're, right. you're not wrong. You're not wrong whatsoever. Uh, it, um, Zach said it perfect. It's every little whining person out there now who feels they're entitled. I'm entitled to this. No, you go. You want the figure? You stand in line to get that damn figure. And I'm not yeah. saying do it with everything, but have it for some of the collectors to have that drive, to have that collectability, to have because some collectors, I won't lie, damn right, it feels good to pick up a figure that's limited, and that skyrockets. There's not one person, and I don't care who you are in this in this chat, uh, live right now, on YouTube, wherever, that will say that if somebody went to pick up a figure and it hit the secondary market at double the price, you wouldn't be happy. Come on. Come on. And that's why exactly I hate exclusives, man. I can't fucking stand them, dude. I right. mean, I'm still trying to catch up with, with all of this shit, dude. And what pisses me off all the time is when Wal when they give exclusives to Walmart, to Target, they instantly freaking sell out. And they, it's just that much more fucking difficult just to get a hold of everything, right? Yeah, but that's the fun I mean, of it. But the fun of it, nothing, dude. I mean, everything is online right now, dude. I'm, I'm at work. I have, like, no, I have no way of trying to... Well, first of all, I'm not even trying to be on my phone to, to you know, you know, for a pre-order or anything like that. And um, as soon as they sell out, they're gone. You know, they're gone forever. And God knows, I mean, depending on the distributor that they choose, who knows what kind of condition they're going to come in. That's like, true. I'm at, I have to order freaking five figures from Walmart just to make sure that I get a good one, dude. 
Yeah. You know, so it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yeah, yeah. I ordered a figure from Disney, which was a Disney store exclusive. You could only get it at Disney store, and I got it mm-hmm. fucking crushed. I was like, "What the right. fuck is this?" So when it comes to yeah. the smaller scale, I absolutely hate exclusives. When it comes to the larger scale, like with, within our hobby, with one six and statue form, I I could give two shits to be honest. I mean, what I do, I do like the idea of having uh, an exclusive piece to come. To, to make it, I guess, a little bit more exclusive, but at the same time, John, it's only exclusive to this one retailer. Which see, is- and that's the thing. I think where we're getting confused is I'm not necessarily see where I'm talking about exclusives is more mm-hmm. on the higher end, uh, one six scale. Yeah, you know, I, they did that with the Dark Side Anakin. That was supposed to be a convention yeah. exclusive only, from what right. I understand. Yeah. The whole community bitched about it, and they ended Let up. Them oh, bitch. We, we we found a bunch more, so here you go. Yeah. And what happened? I it sat on the shelf for. I I agree with you. The the Walmart and Target exclusives. I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of that. That I'm not really talking about those because I'm actually to be honest, I'm not really familiar with those because I, I think yeah. that's more popular in the states. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, I'm talking more like to branch out into like the hot toys, the statues, the stuff like that, especially yeah. the hot toys. Just well, we, kind of so, saw it. we saw it with these time with these time exclusive. I mean, they're, yeah, like what Zach said earlier, they're already, the wait list is full on pretty much most of them now. So if Sideshow sticks to their guns or if Hot Toys sticks to their guns and decides not to produce anymore, I mean, that's, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with yeah. that. I mean, I was able to get, I had, a, I had a long enough window. I had the opportunity exactly. to go ahead and get what I needed to get. And regardless of if it was the exclusive or not, you know, I mean, I was I was able to get what I needed, and I'm fine with that. As yeah. to where other where other retailers where they sell out as soon as they get it, man, for an exclusive, nah. Mm-mm. And now I'm with Mario. I think that like smaller scale figures, it's super annoying when they're exclusives because it's like like I said, I want. I want Will to be able to buy a Goku if he wants it. I want I want Mario to get a clone <laughs> trooper if he wants it. These are for all intents and purposes are just toys, right? Action figures. Yeah. But when you get into the oh. six scale, which is a high end collectible or statues, I have to praise companies like and I've talked about this before on the show, first four figures. They put up a pre order for and let's just say it's it's six months. You could pre-order the regular one, or you could pre-order the exclusive. And it's up there. So if they only get five orders of the regular version and a thousand orders of the exclusive, that's how many they're going to make. So even even technically, like, the... the uh, limited or the the non-exclusive version well they actually might make uh those completely but however many they get of the exclusive version that's how many they'll make and then an extra just in case like an extra 10 percent in case they come damaged and they can replace it but i think that's what hot toys should do or or whoever it's like have the order open for half a year because we're not going to get the figure for another year anyway have the order open for a small window, and however many you have on pre-order, that's how many you make. And that's the key, is so, exactly, as opposed to having it open for a year and a half, because the trick yeah. is, the everyone's little trick now, what they're catching up on, is everybody waits till the end, till we start getting them in hand to, to place their pre-orders, as yeah. opposed to, which makes sense, because why am I going to give my a company an NRD and hold my money for a year and a half? Okay, that makes sense. But also, what if the figure sucks when it comes out? Exactly. Zach's all, yeah. Zach always says, "Wait until you see a review and then pre-order it." 
I agree with Will. Will said about this five day order thing. Awesome. Uh, it's a it's a good idea, but don't charge me an NRD. Don't tell me I have five days and then charge me an NRD on top of it all. True. Yeah. So Hugh says, what do you think of the way 3-0 handled the limited edition Guts figure? It sold out in Sideshow and they only made 1800 worldwide. It made a lot of fans mad, but this is exclusivity. So first and foremost, everyone had like a year to order the original figure. Yeah. And that figure was absolutely incredible. I know Steven ordered a bunch of them. Um, you know, Dean, you're a big fan, but you, I think you passed on it at the time. Yeah, um, I think, I think anyone that wanted the original had plenty of time. If you were a Guts fan and, and obviously you knew about it, you could order it easily. Obviously, it's very tragic what happened. The uh, creator of the manga passed away, and I think people wanted this, like some sort of a reissue, a re release, or a redo. And uh, 3 0 gave people the bloody version. And I think it's great that they made it limited, right? People had plenty of time to pick up the first version. They didn't. It really sucks that this uh, gentleman passed away, but that doesn't mean they're going to make a whole nother batch of the regulars. They told everyone which conventions were getting, how many figures in each day. Sideshow put up a thing where you could RSVP on their website to purchase the figure. If you did that, you got an email. Supposedly it was a cakewalk. You had 30 minutes to pre-order it before anybody else. Um... These things take a little bit of time and effort, but uh, I think it's great that uh, they kept it to a very limited number to preserve the value of the original. And, you know, it's not like it was a figure that sold out instantly when it was released. Same with Darkseid Anakin. Like, it was only after it sold out that it started getting crazy yeah. high prices because people realized how amazing of a figure yeah. it was. And then when the when the uh, creator passed away, that figure went to the, the fucking moon. It's selfish. That figure. It's selfish because nobody wanted the Anakin. It sat, it sold, secondary market skyrocketed, and everyone got selfish. Everyone got selfish. No, if I was there day one, order the figure, too bad for you. And that's it. That's how I That's how I look at it. I'm sick and tired of this. Okay, yeah. uh, Hot Toys uh, listens to their fans. Uh, that was with, you. Let me finish. <laughs> if you let me finish my statement. Hot Toys listens to their fans when they demand reissues. Oh, reissues because the money's there. But come on, man. Like, keep some... Keep some uh, meat on the bone. Keep some meat on the bone for the collectors. Don't you, when you start, listen to me. When you start reissuing Toy Fair exclusives, you have a problem. You have a problem. Right? They're redoing the Batman and that was a Toy Fair exclusive. That's when you start having problems. That's not a reissue though, bro. That's a remake. It's well, a it's a reissue. Piece. It's the exact same figure with a yeah. different portrait. So I'm, That's I'm, not a reissue. That's a I'm, remake. I'm because it has a different portrait? Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm inclined to agree with Bullshit. John because <laughs> I made the decision not to get the guts figure. I even had a chance to get one real cheap uh, uh, from someone, and I was like, you know what? I got some other shit I have to pay for. I can't right now. I made that decision. This exclusive one, I can. I missed. I didn't know there was a window. I missed it. That's my fault. And unfortunately, uh, Kentaro uh, Miura died, and the price went insane. Actually, the price was already pretty crazy for the first one before that. Before, because it was such a good figure. Yeah, it went it went from like two fifty to five hundred. Then when he passed away, it was like up towards eight. Then they announced this bloody one, and I I missed the mark. That's my fault. I I can't blame anybody. So I may never own this figure. Um. 
which sucks, but it's like I have no one but myself to blame. I'm not going to fucking sit here and be like, oh, reissue it. Reissue. Like, I didn't get it. It's like, no, it's my fault. I think John's right. I think I think some people are real selfish and they're upset that they didn't get the thing. Um, but it's, I mean. I, I think yeah. Sean Sometimes work, you just works don't. at Hot Toys. Like, I don't know. He has all this intel. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think honestly, like. Read I'm, the comment, please. Said for Anakin, they made the second batch like two weeks after SDCC. To be fair, not when his value shot up. Very yeah, true. but the fact that they yeah. made a second batch is insulting. exactly. It's a, exactly. It's an exclusive. Why are they making a second batch? Because well, they know there's. A, it's still an exclusive to Sideshow only. You're not going to get it at any other retailers. It doesn't matter, right. man. It doesn't matter. So that's that's still there's still an exclusivity there. Yeah, Sideshow exclusive. But they but they yeah. have sole rights to this. That's not the same as. I mean, it just I depends guess. how you define exclusivity, but yeah. you know, was it a no, I mean, sideshow exclusive that's, that's, or was it a toy fair topic, exclusive? I guess. <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's what we're saying is, uh, yeah. Well, it's a toy, toy fair, fair toy fair exclusive. Toy fair isn't one convention. It's like, it's it's almost like toy fairs, like all the different SDCC, NYCC. It's oh, kind of like you're an apologist. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying <laughs> to say it's toy fair. There's not you, one toy fair. There's it's many not toy fairs. Fair. It's not Toy Fair. <laughs> no, actually, it's Toy Fair only takes place in John. January. All the other conventions are, yeah. are later on down the line. A little line. different. Are okay, you anyway. listening? Are you listening to Mario? He works for Howard. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, traitor. Whoever did time, Zach, for me to get into this or do we want to move on to the next one? No, go ahead. By all means. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I think, honestly, like, I- I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I think, I'm, I agree, I think, with Jonathan in that like i feel like there should be some exclusivity with certain things like for example toy fair i think that's a perfect opportunity to make something exclusive like maybe make you know however many pre-orders you get in three days or something right like that make it mm-hmm. and then never make that figure again like like the armor i feel like they could have done that something like that right i think that's pretty cool to do that for a toy fair exclusive everything else i'm fine being open like mm-hmm. you know and even statues like you guys have seen like a lot of these companies like prime one and stuff they'll make like basically like like dean said like however many pre-orders they get right exactly so like they'll make and then that's done like they're not making that statue again like they might make a different version of that character in a different pose or something um but they're not making that version again so um you know, at least as far as I'm aware, that's what they do. And I'm okay with that. Like, I like that. Like, I think, you know, get however many pre-orders you want over the course of your pre-order span and then make that amount. Um, I do feel like, I do kind of understand the logic of throw collectors a bone every now and then. And I also understand the idea that, like, we are in sort of an entitlement phase, you know, where, like, everyone wants to, <laughs> there you go. Everyone wants to feel like they're entitled to every figure that they want, right? Um, so I get that, absolutely. But I would feel, I feel like, you know, we are in a phase where this is becoming like a super mega industry right now, collecting and like high end collectibles. So these companies want to make as much money as possible. So in order to do that, if a figure is very popular, they're going to keep pumping them out. So that's just what, unfortunately, that's just kind of how we live. And I'm fine with that because I'm fine. I'm kind of with you, Mario. I do want everyone to get it for most things. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like 90, 95% of things make it open-ended. Like if you want to reissue a figure, I honestly have no problem with that. I'm not in it for the extra money. I love the exclusivity, having something other people don't have, but it doesn't drive me enough to like not um, want so many people to not have what I have, you know? Um, That's kind of how making it seem like I'm, you're making it seem like I'm an ax murderer here. Uh, not have, I no mean, you might you might be for all I that. might be. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, John, for your Toy Fair exclusive stuff, did you get it at the convention or did you get it through Sideshow? 
That's none of your damn business. <laughs> you didn't get shit. You listen to me, God. Zach. Mr. Smartass, you think that Brenton you're going right to... Listen, listen. To leave a little hold on a second. For the listen, here's a, here's a, I have a comment for that. Smartass comment. Uh, please. Sideshow, I never, I never said that Sideshow... Replay the tape. I never said that Sideshow can't sell the Toy Fair exclusive. Sell the Toy Fair exclusive. But limited. Don't fucking have it open for months. So so then... Okay, so more of a I'll give you an example. Exclusive. Doom... Uh, Doom on Throne by Sideshow. Same with Thanos on Throne by Sideshow. The statues. Okay. Pre-orders hit. They sold out immediately. I know for the Thanos. I don't know about the, the Doom. I lost the opportunity. What did I have to do? I had to pay double, if not triple, on those So prices. then, John, do you want Hot Toys to be more like Mezco, where the pre-orders open up and it literally sells out like in seconds? Not minutes? with everything. I'm not an ass. Uh, I'm not... But... <laughs> Have some exclusives. Have if something. If it says exclusive, yes. Like have something. So, Give us something. Yeah. You're you're just fucking. Sorry for swearing. You're just opening the floodgates. Here, take everything. Here's reissues. Here's swear. toy fair. It's it's like nonstop. Do you have to apologize for swearing? It's like I, holy thing. shit, my bad guy. So <laughs> sometimes I think that the uh, the what do you call that the vintage collection is rarer than some of these Hot Toys. I walk into a Walmart, they I don't see one on the rack. They are, dude. Uh, hot Toys, it's like, Jesus, they sit for freaking days, months, years, whatever. Oh, I'm so, so let's go down the line. Do you guys want Hot Toys? Because Mezco, I think it's all their releases sell out pretty quick. I think every once in a while they'll have a dud that stays on the website, but is that the kind of pressure you want to collect it, where you literally have to be on your computer right when it's good to go? Yeah. No, to be, it sucks. No, it really sucks really doing that. But guess yeah. what? It's it, fun. When it's something I really want, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. But yeah, but if, Dean, even even being there's not half the battle. You and I have been up two, three yeah. in the morning waiting. You guys for, are trying uh, to buy Ami, Ami, trying to buy Chigokin, and you know <laughs> we're there, Johnny on the spot, and that shit fucking you can't get. Yeah, it. it's no, really. I, I tried to buy a PS5 for like eight months. It was very, very... Let me tell you, Will, what happened. Let me tell you what that... So you mentioned PS5. My mom's been wanting to buy one for my dad. this is a great story. Okay. (laughs) My mom's been wanting to buy one for my dad since it released. Yeah. And she... I'm on my way home one day. She calls me in a panic. She's like, oh, hey, EB Games just got a shipment of PS5s. I need you to... I need you to go... It's the same as GameStop, but in Canada. I need you to go and and rush to to pick one up, to pick it up. The woman wouldn't hold it. The woman wouldn't tell her how many there are. It was a 45-minute drive. So I got in my car. I was doing 150 on an 80. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Jesus. Kilometers. Kilometers. It's kilometers. Like, I was about to say, I was like, how's So what is that in, in, uh, in freedom miles? What is that? Like, like, like 55. Freedom miles. No, it's not. Maybe 120. Anyways, listen. I get to the. I get there. The woman in, in front of me. In your little mail van? No, I wasn't Amazon working. Thing? I wasn't working. <laughs> no, and his fucking. Let what are you finish. driving? Audi? Let him finish. It was a Ferrari F one fifty. You really drive a Ferrari? No, I don't get that the high end collecting weekly like, dope. I need to be a mailman. <laughs> I need to be a mailman in Canada. Ferraris aren't limited edition enough for him. More of a Lamborghini guy. Anyways, listen. Ooh, I get to the EB Games. The chicks like. Um, I'm in line. I see the woman ahead of me. She has a PS five in her hand. I'm like, I swear to God, if I get to that register and that's the last one, I will have a fucking conniption. <laughs> and luckily, I was able to get one. Sold out in seconds. Sold out in seconds. Back that's in the not day, true. you took you 45 minutes to get there. <laughs> well, after I was there, it sold out in seconds. You have to understand. Listen, it sold out in seconds. 45 minutes later. Listen, fuck. 
<laughs> Nobody knew this EB Games got the shipment. They didn't broadcast it. I hate this fucking panel. I've already gone through. I've already gone through enough stress tonight watching that Lord of the Rings shit, and now I have to deal with this. Fuck. Don't blame me, John. It's so funny. He tried instantly the next day. It fucking sold out. Anyways, we got it. And that's forty-five that's it. minutes and seconds. Back in the day, PS4 came out. You know, not PS4, PS3. I waited outside Best Buy for fucking thirty-six hours. To pick up that damn No, I called in sick two days. Oh, fuck this. We want exclusivity. Don't give me this bullshit. so funny. You guys are fucking... I can't stand it, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, last month's Patreon sold out instantly after 26 days. Oh, God, I'm going to pass out. Oh, fuck. Please don't. Are we clipping that? Please don't, because this is your segment next, Dean. Tell us about this Sigma Doom guy. Dude. Figma Doom Slayer. They went in for pre-order. Yeah, or Doom Guy. You can come whatever you want. Brenton says we're, he's dying of laughter. Dude. Okay, so... <laughs> this was solicited. Uh, the pre-order picks went up. And um, and at least for Eric, our buddy Eric, a friend of the show, Patreon member, he asked me how big this was going to be. And so I did my research. I was like, well, like, the only thing I could... Find and personal experience, figmas are non-scaled. It even says it on the box. So, like, you'll get, like, characters from, like, let's just say six different characters from six different lines. They're all basically the same height. Um, like, if it's maybe two characters from the same show, they'll be, you know, height accurate to each other. But then you'll have, like... Somebody from another show, and they're the same size as one of the guys. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, at least I have a figure on the shelf. So I couldn't give him a for sure answer. And then Sweet Zach, out of nowhere, I don't even know where you pulled this Off picture the top from. ropes, bro. Off the top ropes, you messaged me. It was late, too. You're like, yo, check this out. Look how big this fucking figure is. So this is a picture of Doom Slayer next to a normal, like, uh, Figma makes blanks. They're like blank figures you could buy, male and females. I guess if you want to sculpt a figure. Uh, so this is him next to that. So let's just say this figma is like five and a half inches tall, six inches. That would make this Doom Slayer what? Eight? Eight and a half, maybe. Eight. Yeah. Because his his legs are kind of wide, so he's not he's not standing straight up. Um, this thing's fucking huge. So I pre-ordered it immediately as soon as I saw this. I pre-ordered it. Uh, from AmiAmi, it was 84 bucks. Wow. Uh, which is cheaper than anywhere. I didn't have enough reward points at Sideshow to make a difference because it's the same price. Also, I said a couple weeks ago I probably wasn't doing business there anymore. But, um, yeah, this is super cool, man. Fucking Doom Guy is amazing. They Boy, killed this fucking bunny rabbit and he fucking killed Satan. Jesus. He's the original John Wick. Jesus. Well, all the best for you, Dean. Uh, Lego Marvel minifig blind bags. These are coming out uh, here in the next few weeks. They're five dollars a pop, and uh, there are, I believe, twelve of them available. Uh, the collection includes Scarlet Witch, White Vision, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, the new Captain America Winter Soldier, Loki with Frog Thor, Sylvie with Alligator Loki from Loki, and oh Captain Carter, Star Lord T'Challa, Zombie Captain America, Zombie Hunter Spidey. And Gamora with the Blade of Thanos from What If. So. Is this coming to Canada? 
I believe so. They're blind bags. You can get them at Walmart for five bucks. I don't the, think we have this year. It should have been Disney oh. Store exclusives. Uh, these are not <laughs> Disney Store exclusives. But the the neat thing is usually you can kind of like feel the bag and find a part that is exclusive to each one. Yeah. But four of yeah. these have shields, so that's going to be kind of difficult to, to pick out which of these is well, which. You can feel the um, wings for Captain. Well, yeah, of course, obviously. So then there's three. And the capes for three of them. Well, the capes don't really feel like anything because there's a pamphlet in the back. In the, oh, that's true. The Who's that right? person with the right. afro? Uh, that's Monica Rambeau. I want that one really bad, actually. Oh, yeah. That's. Looks like. Yeah, from WandaVision? Yeah. That's so cool. Anyways, and so then, yeah, these are these are neat. Usually usually the, the lines are like. Oh, alligators. You know, like just people, but lately they've been doing really cool ones like Disney, classic characters. <laughs> uh, and so now we're going into superheroes, so. Uh, this should be a really cool line, and they're very collectible. They're the the secondary market on these is pretty decent if you have a complete set. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout yeah. for these. Is this Spider-Man uh, Doctor Strange cape? Is that... So this is Zombie Hunter Spider-Man from What If. Oh okay. Mm. So we haven't seen that just yet. Um, getting into released figures, the MMS five five seven Avengers four Thor released in Hong Kong. I think this thing looks fucking incredible. They got the scale perfect on the axe. Uh, it'll be interesting to see long term if that thing uh, bows like the uh, I think it was like the bad tomato third party axe that they mm -hmm. uh, released last year. Um, but I have zero complaints about this. This looks this looks perfect to me. Okay, uh, what do you think, Dean? Okay, this seems this seems racial. <laughs> what? Danny Lee. T'Challa as Star-Lord. Okay, but this time it is. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I had um, Yeah, dude, I need a Thor like bad. I've had the Avengers 1 Thor for way, like, I should never have bought it. Uh, it's terrible. It's not that so, bad. It's bad. It's so bad. It has bad. nothing redeeming about it. It's too short. It's just not good. So this dude, I'm, I'm cardiac arrest. Thor, bad, bro. Hey. What the fuck, bro? Bro, he has our body type. What are you talking? <laughs> your body type. Don't be talking about my body type. This is show a, me your body type right now. This is a body made of steel, <laughs> made of Nutella and cheddar. Show me this body. Mmm, mmm. I crush you. Some great build different Canadian meat right there. Canadian meat. Schmeet. Uh yeah, dude, I cannot wait for the store. Uh I I need it. Well Yeah. I think it looks fantastic. I mean the fact that they've made Mjornir and Stormbreaker actually light up, I yeah, think that's, that's yeah. badass. That's like crazy. I mean like that's yeah. you know, because it wasn't like that with Infinity War, you know, which is one of my favorite figures, honestly, but definitely I feel like still the Thor to own. The Infinity War Thor, I've never, you know, that's the most badass version of Thor, in my opinion. Roadborn Thor is also really cool. That's a great figure. But Infinity War Thor, man, I've never had an experience like that in the theater. Like when Thor came down and my audience just literally went ape shit. Like mm -hmm. it was crazy. But as far as this figure goes, I I'm not a huge fan of Endgame Thor. Like yeah. I like Endgame. There are some <laughs> issues I have with it. <laughs> Buff guys in the panel. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, yeah, like I, I feel like this Thor gag went on a little too long. So like I feel like it could have been maybe like half the movie, and then there's like a, maybe a brief montage of him getting in shape for the final fight. But they like what do you have against fat people. Will what did you want I, him to do? A juice cleanse? In, absolutely in nothing. He, you just see his DMs to me, bro. I mean, he's the god of wow. thunder. I feel like he could drop weight pretty quickly. So you know, no, but. he's still a chunk when when the fight happens. Yeah, he is. But he, this I guess figure is definitely not chunky enough. 
I don't feel like he should be because that's not really Thor to me. But you know, that's you wow. know, I wow. get he had some PTSD wow. and some shit. Hashtag going on, but... that's my Thor. <laughs> Hashtag you do you, Dean. I'm just telling you, man, that that, that you know, it's like a doctorate of education. He's, he's like, you do you. I'm just saying it disgusts me. We'll look at them fat ass kids. No, I just, like I just that, think bro. it's a gag that goes on too long, which is why they're not going to do it again. When Taika's yeah. already said, well, it, so. a gag, so he should he should be anorexic. You son of a bitch. <laughs> is this a racial think, thing, Dean? Do you think I'm a gag? <laughs> it's <Will>. racial. <laughs> He should no, I think the, the figure looks fantastic. I just think it's it's not hashtag not my Thor. So like you know, I just feel like it's you know, it's it's a one off and it look. I mean, can't deny Hot Toys killed it, but I just have no interest in this Thor myself. But I'm happy for the people that are getting it because I think it's going to be a lot of people's Thor. But I just don't see it being a definitive Thor for anybody, to be honest. No, I agree. I agree with this thing not being the definitive Thor. However, I mean that's not that can't that's not to take away from the the way this thing really came out. The head sculpt is right. fantastic. I love the shot. With all of the lightning effects going on, that looks that's absolutely insane, dude. Um, the lighting effects, along like like you guys said earlier, with Mjolnir and um, with Stormbreaker, it, it it looks great. I didn't so mind they, I didn't mind the gag going on, dude. I I enjoyed the whole thing for what it was, on. and I never really Jesus. I enjoyed it for for what it was. I never really thought about the whole idea of a montage, although that that would that would have been cool to see Thor get back in a you know proper shape. But I mean, it's. It's fine. I love it the way that it was. I mean, I cycled through so many Hot Toy Store, pretty much damn near all of them, except for the Avengers one and the well, the first, the first one also. And um, they're all, they're all, they're all really great. But to me, I think this is the this is the Thor that I want to have in my collection, just because I want to have the End Game figures set up, right? So I thought you were selling all your stuff. I am, but I have. I it's, it's hard to let go, Dean. I mean. It's it's really it's really hard. Thor, like hey, you're preaching to the choir, brother. Dude, How I, dare I you. know, I know. But I mean, dude, I think eventually I'm gonna come to the point. Oh shit! But oh, I do, like, I do. You're good you now, went, are you? You, you went mute. What for happened? A well, got, like, I don't you know. Like, the host, the host no, mute, muted me. No, I didn't mute you. <sighs> wow. Anyway. That wasn't me. I'm, I'm texting, bro. Just kidding. Texting while yeah. driving. Uh-huh. Okay, let me oh, ask you this. Yeah. Hold, mm-hmm. Oh. Wow! Don't don't mute the panel. So you have, <laughs> so you have the, lines you don't cross. The hammer and the axe light up. Is there two versions of them in the in the box? You get a regular version. No, I believe it's no, just one. Version? Yeah, just one. So how do they light up? Is it With Mjolnir, you, you twist you twist the knob like in the I think it was in the uh, Age of Ultron one. The same thing. You just twist the handle and it lights up. With the with the uh, stormbreaker, I think there's like a little um, a little button that you press down on the top of it. It's, what, I, does I think it it's glow, pretty well Does it shine through the paint? I don't understand. Yeah, it does. It glows. Yeah. It glows through the paint. Really? So it's, it's not. It's not this bright. But in if you look at right in the in the picture on the right, it's something like that, but probably a little bit more faint. Okay. But it, it looks it looks really good nonetheless. I mean, from the reviews that I've seen, it, it looks it looks pretty damn good. And yeah, I think I'll be picking it up. Yeah, Joe P uh, wants your quarter scale Vader, Mario. Go ahead, John. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's not. It's not my Thor. That's for sure. Um, what the fuck? This See? is this is the Weight Watcher so store. I hate Joe so much. Dude, the comments are fucking anti fucking fat Thor. He should Everyone come with a six him. pack. I think he should come with a six pack. Zach, I think we should start going to the gym. According, I to know, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, you know what some collectors were saying? If you can remove this head and put it on um, the previous body, if that was an option. But no, this one, this one, I like the effects. The light-up effects are awesome. 
but um, I'm I'd like to see them in person to see how much of that is photoshopped, and and what's not photoshopped to see. I know I could get that pose, execute that pose perfectly, but well, <laughs> that hard, bro. I don't, I don't know, know about that. perfect. Yeah, I don't know about that. Scott says I'll take your Vader and Target Two back, Mario. I don't think how that's on dare the you, dude? Damn vultures are out right now. You got the trailer. How is it going over for now? Look at that. What a dude! I'm gonna get the store and put my head on it, dude. Let's do it. Oh man. The armor was released. I think this was like 20 days from pre-order solicitation to release. These typically come out really fast, so this isn't crazy impressive, but... Not um, this fast, though. Toy Fair was usually come out pretty... I mean, like you said, they usually have them at the convention. This is Usually? On reason. Well, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right there. Um, I will say, I didn't notice in the pre-order photos, but in, in the box, there's the chest plate and then one uh, ingot of Beskar. I think they added that from the uh, solicitation of the final so um i think uh some of our friends in the community are going to be reviewing this soon so stay tuned for their reviews on that and then for uh imminent arrival by sideshow we have rescue ray and dio and 501st battalion mario i think you said you got the 501st battalion email so that's yeah, uh, supposed to but be you haven't even made on... the first you haven't even made the first payment so how does that i've got happen? three of them on order i have two of them on flex and i've got one to pay off in full so just in case so um so yeah, the the deluxe that I've that I've got, it's supposed to be charged uh, Thursday, and hopefully I'll get it on Friday. So we'll see what happens. Jesus, what a week! Yeah. What a week! Are any of you guys getting these other than Mario? Mm-hmm. I'll probably get a trooper, but fuck no, I'm not spending money on anything sequel trilogy. You tell me you don't want Ray. You guys already know I have Ray. So what yeah, I saw that. I saw She's an incredible figure, honestly. I, I I don't know whether it's the best one or not. I mean, all three are really good, to be honest. Force Awakens is still my favorite version of Ray. I don't know if it's my favorite figure of Ray, but I do have it top shelf in my display. So it might be the fact that it comes with BB-8. But honestly, that Ray is really great. I'm not getting rescued. I'm not getting the Clone Trooper. Um, but I can say, as long as you like the sequels, Ray should definitely be one you pick up. So. I know Dean hates them. We're still brothers. It's cool. But, you know, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, the right figures. Just don't bend the arms, obviously. So, cause... Phenomenal peg warmer. <laughs> we'll I'm see, joking. man. We'll I'm see. Joking. According, it's a nice one. I mean, I, it might be a low pre-order figure, so it might end up being mm-hmm. one that's pretty popular. Oh, it's like going this. to be, for sure. Yeah, you know, so, John, the, the last Jedi Ray was also phenomenal peg warmer in that figure. And it became really pricey. It will. Oh, yeah, of course it will. It's getting expensive. Same even with if, Kylo, too. Kylo did even too. if I knew this figure was going to be worth four times what I paid for it, I wouldn't spend money on it. Yeah, last Jedi Kylo got up there pretty good for a while. Yeah, I took it. Yeah, I sold mine for like 280 It's great. Yeah. Um, Dean, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. It's what the scrapyard, Annie. We want to take a second to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard. What? What are you laughing at? That was, me that now? was a great transition. That was <laughs> crispy. Uh, yeah, anyway, we want to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard for sponsoring tonight's episode. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and eBay under that name. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of literally anybody. If you want a head sculpt made of Will, which, why wouldn't you? You probably you yes, could please. get that done. If you want one of Zach, it's already been done, so it's you can done. order that. If you want How about one Jonathan? John? You draw the line yeah. somewhere. <laughs> you, could have, you could have him 3D printed with a cheddar cheese and Nutella sandwich sticking cool. out of his mouth. 
Now we're talking. All you have to do is send Watto a message, tell him exactly what you want. He'll get a design, print it, and ship to your door for an insanely reasonable price. Make sure you hit him up. He's amazing. We love you. Awesome. We, uh, we also want to thank One Six Corner. Uh, One Six Corner's mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer, offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and they're the best in the business customer service-wise. Uh, choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercari announced uh, this week that they're doing local deals via Uber. This is game changing. Dude, As you guys know, real? I literally do not leave my house. Like, I have a rule, right? If this shit don't have some extra zeros on the back end, I'm not meeting you, bro. I'll try, someone tried to buy a Transformer <laughs> for me the other day. It was like 15 bucks. They want to meet them all the way across town. Absolutely not. Um... But not only that, so um, Uber's partnering up to deliver local sales for Mercari. Um, I think this could be great even for smaller stores like Steven's Collectibles or Buddies, right? Steven yeah. owns his shop. It's him and his wife. And when they do deliveries, they, they do deliver sometimes. Um, they, they work. Yeah, they work all day at the shop, and then they, they drop packages off at the end of the day. Imagine the convenience of paying a small fee and having uh, someone locally drop off a package. I mean, this is this is potentially game changing, for real. Um, Dean, you uh, you're a big fan of Mercari. Do you see yourself using this option? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I looked into it. A few of the prices are wild, though. Sometimes it's five bucks to deliver. Sometimes it's ten. I saw it as high as like twenty five. I was like, what the? F- who's setting these fucking prices? Like, they don't even know where I live yet. Like, why are they gonna? charge me so high so i haven't i think they need to figure out some kinks maybe do like a like a pricing bracket or something by miles um but i mean dude i i love uber eating food right like i don't have to leave my house i can just have these motherfuckers bring it to me i barely even have to get off the couch you know do you tip that's fucking amazing hell yeah of course good man Five percent, but no, I'm just just, just not the time one that I five percent. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, obviously you would tip, but um, Dean, so, answer this question, please. What's Mercari? Mercari is a uh, like a garage sale app. Uh, think of it like a like a offer it's up like or eBay plus Craigslist. Yeah, you can eBay, buy things locally, but you can also buy things uh, from far nationally, away, nationally, internationally. And there's no bidding; it's just a price. You can make offers. Uh, if, if it's not, yeah. So if do it's they not, ship? Yes. Traditionally. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Dude, wow. I've gotten sick deals on Mercari. I'm talking like, like where people, I'm getting stuff like a fraction of the cost that is on eBay. Um, so for example, this is Mercari here. So if I wanted this Funko pop, now this is like a $60 Funko pop. I could go here. It's 45 bucks. I could make an offer. Uh, and maybe get it for 40 bucks or 30 bucks. And the nice thing is it shows you pretty clearly like what things sell for, so you can uh, sort it by sold, so you can see, just like eBay, you can kind of see Trending. what people are paying for things. Um, and you can get some great deals. You can get some, some great deals. Like this set here is like 60 bucks on eBay, 27 Whoa, bucks. look at that Gandalf. Is there any insurance? It's like eBay. Now the, now, the nice thing about Mercari, the difference is, uh, the seller does not get paid until the buyer confirms the item is as described. Oh, wow. Okay. So after it's in your hands. Yeah, I bought a, a statue the other day of a character, and it was all fucking broken. 
and like the girl was like are you sure you want this like it's broken i was like yeah she's like Okay, because in the description it says it's broken. You're aware that it's broken. I was like, yeah, I think I can fix it. Why she's were like, you? Oh, okay. She's like, okay, because it's broken. I was like, yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> you know, the last thing she wants is for me to get it and be like, hey, it's broken. And then I don't have to pay her. Now, I would have to ship it back. You, I, you yeah. don't get to keep it just because it's not as described. So it really behooves you as a buyer to be on top of your buying experience you know open inspect it make sure it's one and then you and approve the sale um if you don't i think after like three days they automatically just pay the person yeah um, but you and don't want to leave them closed. yeah and you don't want to leave them waiting because they will review you um they do take paypal danny yeah and as a seller if you sell something it's not like ebay where they're like Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna let the sell. We're gonna let the buyer keep the thing and take the money from you. It's like what the fuck. Um, I like Mercari. I've had nothing but good experiences with it. Um, so to have the ability to have this shit Ubered to my house, game changing. Uh, I Ian's, haven't used Ian it. Ian says, uh, "Great until it doesn't get there or is damaged." I mean, that's that's anything, right? Like, you know, USPS is great until a package gets lost or damaged. That happened eBay. to me. Uh, I had a package stolen off my porch. I messaged Mercari. I was like, "Hey, it's it's not the seller's fault, but I didn't. I don't have the package. It says it's delivered. I confirmed with the delivery man. He delivered it, but it got stolen, and and the I got my money back, and the seller got paid. So, um, the, the I again, I've had no problems with it being fair to both parties. I'm sure there's horror stories, you know, um." But I like Mercari. I think it's great. Oh, man. I'm just tripping out on some of these comments that are in the chat. <laughs> the I mean, pube market. Pay with pubes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing, bro. So pube market, baby. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, man. Um, anyone else have a take on this, or are we good to go on? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Alvin says, what happens if it's lost or damaged during Uber transport? Uh, I don't know. They just started this program, so I'm sure they'll flush that out. I can't imagine things getting lost or damaged from point A to point B, but you never know. Uh, this was kind of a funny thing. It's not really a news Dude, thing. This shit is hilarious. Um, I was at Walmart, and every single LeBron James Space Jam was missing its head. And I thought it was super odd, and I thought, that can't be a feature, right? Like, I assume it shipped with the head. Didn't really um, think that much of it. And I went on uh, one of these Facebook groups, and more people were asking about it. And apparently this is a TikTok trend. People are stealing the heads off of LeBron James figures and putting them on eBay and selling them for like $15,000. Right? It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand it. This guy says LeBron James head with limited edition mind condition comes with a bald spot. <laughs> Come with a bold Just spot. <laughs> a bold spot. I'm sorry. Uh, 14900 with 22 hours remaining. I gotta hit my Walmart. Um, I gotta go, guys. I yeah. hit Walmart no, no. today, and Will's got to pay off that PhD. I know, I, right? <laughs> there was five of them. They all had their heads on. So, well, I guess Canadians they're... are more well behaved, okay. <laughs> yeah, than Americans. Yeah, we don't follow the rules ever. <laughs> yeah. I so I just I thought it was so funny that I I was like, and there's people on TikTok that have like a like a dash full of them. It's like a flex. You know, honestly, dude, buy this figure. It's gonna be worth money because they're all gonna be incomplete. <laughs> yeah. This is supposed well, to be LeBron. Right? Looks more like Chris Rock. Hey, that seems racial. <laughs> I don't. But who in the right mind? You know what? Given, given the way that these prices go on eBay with with an auction, no, they're not gonna pay that. 
You're gonna see this of thing relisted not. for you're gonna see this thing relisted like in another few days for like freaking five of bucks. Of course, of course. No, it's, Can it's you just insane. have a little bit of hope, Mario? Jesus Christ. No. Can you just well, believe like, for the sake of the story? Let the meme exist. <laughs> Zach, look, Ian, Ian said you're the one that stole my package. What the fuck? <laughs> what package is he talking about? The one I said that I got stolen off my porch. He's blaming you for it. Oh, how dare you? I think I was there when it happened. I took you to your house, and then you went, and you're like, it's not there. I yeah, I think you that. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I Well, now before. it's making more sense. Oh, let's get into our main discussion point. How do you collect? So, uh, Mario had this idea for this segment, and Mario, I'll let you introduce it because I thought it was such a great, uh, great discussion topic. And we'll just go down the line. Real quick, just a shout out to the Clipper King for back in the day for uh, putting together a topic like this. So, the basic gist is there's different types of collectors out that are out there, right? You have somebody like me who's like the completest, you have other collectors who are really selective, um, you have some that are that are just elitists want to get like everything of every freak, every freaking line. And I was just curious to know, I mean, how do uh, people out there collect? Um, and in my case, I grew up with, with this stuff, right? So my mentality was always collect them all and stuff like that, or at least try to. And that's, that's how I am with the, with the 375, uh, 3.75 TVC collection. I, I go for a full set, at least one card, and then I just got to slap it on the wall. Um, six scale. It's, Star Wars is my jam. It's always been my jam. I've been lucky enough to uh, be there in the beginning when they first started bringing out these figures, except for the DX2 pack that I need that that um, that John is so kindly holding for me. What a guy! Um, yeah, exactly. So I've gone I've gone all in on a Star Wars line. I mean, it wasn't until uh, I don't know maybe about a year year and a half ago when I decided that I know I just want to go do everything. Before I was just fo- I was just solely original trilogy. But then I was like, ah, screw it. I have like an idea of what I want to of what I want to do. Um, for the most part, the way I want to display my collection is just kind of like just I just want to have like a certain display in mind. That's why I have like some some other one offs that I just want to. They don't go with each other, but I want to have like a section in the collection just to appreciate those different one offs from from IPs. Um, with the Avengers, with the Avengers thing, along with the um, with the Justice League, I kind of want to have like a, a display of each of them side by side with each other, so I can just appreciate that whole thing. But is this the way that Hot Toys is bringing out all these Star Wars figures? I'm I'm not going to be able to, to uh, really pursue that. So, um, I have to think about long and hard if I really want to just keep one focus. Statues, however, is a different thing. Um, I really want to stick with Star Wars, but there's other more good. There's other pieces that are out there that are so good that are just so that are eye appealing, man. I mean, I have to be way more selective, right? And just because of how 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 these things are, are priced. I'm not gonna lie. After watching Lord of the Rings, I'm over here looking at Prime One site, looking at the oh. Balrog, <laughs> looking at it's looking at the Legolas. It's oh my gosh, it's so freaking tempting. And and seeing other pieces that I can really appreciate, uh, the Batcave. I think uh, somebody was asking me about to follow them to pick up the, the Prime One One Third Batcave uh, Bruce Wayne figure or, or, or statue. The Lux. That's, that's another absolutely amazing piece. But but my tendencies for an IP that I love, I am I'm the completest. You know, I'm the crazy guy that can do that right now in my life, and I'm 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 lucky enough that I'm in a situation that I can do that. But yeah, I'm curious to know about everybody else. Um, start with Zach. I mean, how how does uh how do your collecting collecting happen? Check your mic, uh, Zach. You're muted, by the way. Sorry about that. I was uh, this amateur hour. Jeez, Hawk's daddy right there. 
Uh, sorry, let me get to these comments real quick. OG says, I collect like a crackhead. I'll spend my last dime to get my fix, and it's never enough. I always want more. Brenton says, definitely gone through different phases as a collector. Alvin says, I usually collect whatever looks good. However, I can't help but noticing I always end up buying the same brands and lines. Sean Yuzu says, let the budget and space be your limiting factor, not IP, or else you might get too stressed out if something comes up that doesn't fit your main focus. Um, I mean, I think you guys kind of have an idea how I collect. I like to... Um, put together kind of like collections of things uh, so characters or brands and kind of like make displays with them so Ava like I bought a bunch of different Ava um, pieces from different lines you know like um, Q Poskets and, and Bandai Dynaction and uh, the 3-0 line with Gandalf like I got a bunch of smaller statues some bigger ones some Lego stuff um, kind of just putting like little displays together and you know i typically always like to have a few figures on my desk um and then obviously i have i have space but it is like a finite amount of space victoria's refused to let me put anything anywhere else in the house um so kind of also working within the space that i have i don't think i've ever been a completionist i, I don't really think there's ever been a wave by hot toys or like a movie that i'm like man i need to get every single character one for budget and then two for space. Usually I'll pick a main character and kind of build a display around that. Um, but yeah, for me, I guess it's more um, kind of putting together character focused displays. So Miles Morales, I have the premium format and a bunch of other smaller statues and the comics to go with it. Um, so yeah, I would say probably character focused, I guess, if that's a category I could slide into. Um, and, and also building displays. What about you, Dean? Yeah, so it just depends on the thing so like final fantasy 7 every character i'm buying uh even the ones i don't particularly like uh dragon ball z i would like to have every character but if price is a factor i, I won't buy the, the character um also it depends on scale Six scale, I would absolutely love every single Star Wars character, but obviously I don't have the room for that, so I don't. Um, now, Black Series, I'll buy pretty much any Black Series figure that comes out because I love Star Wars. I want to have the figures on my on my wall. Um, something like Robotech, I narrow it down to a character, right? I really like Rick Hunter, so I buy stuff related to Rick. So every jet that he flies in the show or any armor that is related to him i'll pick up um so yeah it just depends on 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 the line and the scale and um i know usually i like to have i don't like to have standalone figures i like to have usually that at least one companion piece right um a couple of standalone figures I have are uh, Hunter K. I don't have another figure to go with him. And uh, the Driver from the movie Drive, which are both Ryan Gosling. So I have them together. Great movie, by the way. Uh, fantastic. Um, mm. And then I had I had Dread for the longest time. Well, I went ahead and bought uh, Anderson. So they're together. Um, actually, why is he not? Okay. My dread's right here. I, I just noticed Anderson's not. I don't know where she is. Um, Kevin? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, dude, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, so, yeah, it just depends on, on, I guess, how I'm feeling that day. Um, yeah. 
Mario or no Mario or John. first John John yeah I <laughs> for me I don't have much of a focus and I think that's a problem he's a hoarder yeah <laughs> uh, really I is. I'm everywhere I I look at collecting um, more of like collecting art as opposed to a character or or uh, just a statue of a character that I like I I like to if it's a release that I really like that stands out that pops that's different um then I pick it up and that that's kind of what I live by I I am a fan of not all the time but on some occasions um it's because it's what I'm used to I've been collecting hot toys for quite some time I I do like the exclusivity or I used to like the exclusivity they had um both with the statues and and hot toys um I do think that is one of the main things that drives some of the pieces in my collection. Uh, but to say that I'm I'm someone who just collects a specific IP and so forth, that's not the kind of collector that I am. Um, I'm lucky enough here. I haven't had to haven't too many restrictions in regards to space, but um, I can see that being a problem, especially like uh, Mario mentioned with the Prime One, the Prime One One Thirds and. And J and D Studios and Queen Studios. Oh my gosh! Yeah, know. once you you jump down that rabbit hole, um, I don't think there's coming back. See, I'm torn when it comes to collecting. I'm torn because I have all these old classic figures, the originals, but I don't really feel like this hobby. The originals hold value. I feel like the best way to collect is to every few years recycle your collection. Yes. Right? Yeah. It, it I keeps. Agree. I can see that. Yeah. Um, newer, better pieces. You got reissues coming. Stuff like that will bring collecting, bring a collector down to their knees. An original collector. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much uh, how I collect. If I see something that I really like, um, I'll pick it up. And it's been a while. I haven't seen anything really that I said. Wow, I have to. I must have it. Not the, dude, not the. Uh, besides the, the uh, yeah, we're gonna get there. Besides that, um, but like I said, I haven't jumped into that scale yet. That's that's a commitment. I feel like once I jump into that scale, then I can see myself uh, starting to sell some pieces to uh, to move into the more museum high and quality you, statues. You've never sold anything, John. Nothing. That amazes that amazes me, dude. For as like long I as said, you've been collecting, yeah, and how since, large your collection is, yeah, two thousand eight. Two thousand yeah, eight. I haven't sold anything. The only th- I like I said it once. I sold one figure. It was the Hell Hot Toys Hellboy, and that's because mm. he came to me damaged, so I just let him go. Um, but other than that, I haven't sold a thing. And that's that's it. That's me, my collection. How about yourself, Will? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like I feel like the opposite to Mario. Like Mario is like a completionist. He <laughs> likes the line. I'm the exact opposite. Like for mm. me, I'm I wish fine. I could be. Yeah, I'm fine to complete a line uh, if it makes sense for me. Like basically, like I'm all about the emotional connection to the character and to the story. Like if yeah. I'm gonna get something, I gotta have a huge emotional connection to it. Like a a fond memory of experiencing the character for the first time, maybe watching it with my family, or just a love for the content itself. I also tend to be attracted to quality. Like I will sell off pieces, you know, and like, like Jonathan said, like every couple of years, you know, you'll see upgrades in technology, innovation, things change, right? So I feel like that's important to sort of like, you know, upgrade your collection to like, uh, you know, for myself at least, to sort of not always the 
shiniest new toy but if there's like an innovative or you know particularly exceptional like Jonathan said museum piece that really attracts me i will go for that for example like jnd heath ledger joker like that for mm. me is my most anticipated piece hands down like i mean that's to me the best acting performance i've ever seen i have such a connection to that character i saw it in in the theaters like four or five times like i mean that film made me like um you know a fan of this of that genre I mean, to be honest, like I had seen films before, but I never had connected with one as much as I did The Dark Knight. Like, hmm. and that, yeah, that one just, like a Heath Ledger, I'll buy like almost everything Heath Ledger. Like, I mean, like, like if Hot Toys does another one, I'll get it. You know, I'm getting the Queen one third, uh, one fourth. I have the Queen one third, PlayStation Joker. I'm getting the J&D Joker. So like, Jeez. you know, I'm not getting the um, police, police Joker of him, the Queen series is going to release. I'm not getting that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but What do you think about the uh, the Infinity Studios bus that, that they showed over the I didn't car? really like it very much. It's okay, yeah. but for 4K, I feel like that's that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of money. It better be damn I perfect. Agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, like I think the J&D is better and it's half the price. So I mean, yeah. like, yeah. So I mean, it's just, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's one third scale versus one to one but I, i'm not a huge fan of busts to be honest um i don't really get them a lot but um nonetheless like I, for me it always comes down to space funds and emotional connection like i don't really feel you know um like loyalty to one ip specifically what i tend to do is cover a multitude of ips that i have connection with and sometimes you have to make tough choices like you can't yeah. have everything we all as collectors we want to but it's just not practical it's not realistic so um, like I try to just really focus and hone my collection to what I truly love instead of saying, I'm only going to collect star Wars. I'm only going to collect Marvel. Cause I love star Wars and Marvel. I love DC. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, it, I love Terminator. I love Lord of the Rings. Like, I mean, like there are a lot of IPs that I love. So some more than others. And I tend to go for a character over anything. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll display multiple scales together. Like I'll display like a one half and a one fourth and a one third. Like it doesn't really bother me as long as it has presence. I'm mm. down. Um, so, and in my display, I have all the hot toys in separate, like I have Marvel and Star Wars in separate areas. And, um, but yeah, I, I'm, for me, I don't feel the need to complete a line. I won't buy characters I don't love. Um, and if I do, then what happens almost every time and I've learned my lesson is that I'll sell it because like, I'll look at it and I'll be like, ah, do I really need that figure? And I sell it and I don't miss it. So that's part of my yeah. thing too. I'm now I'm really trying to refine my collection and, you know, and, um, you know, make it, uh, is streamline and just you know uh you know like save funds at the same time getting the most high-end pieces that i that that's within my means to make my collection as uh personally rewarding and self-fulfilling as possible mm-hmm. just a, a quick question for zach um in regards to the collecting do you, does your um daughter show any interest in your collection uh yeah i mean it's it's obviously been there ever since she was born so mm-hmm. you know it's she understands like things she can do in the collection room things she can't mm-hmm. um she lo- she like organizes her stuff in her room um like a collection like she'll put all her dolls like in her little cabinet um she loves it i mean you know i i usually try to include her in everything i do um so we've been reading the hobbit lately so she like is a super huge fan of all the gandalf stuff um, cause that's her favorite character, uh, in the Hobbit. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like she likes Bumblebee, like I like Bumblebee and, you know, loves Darth Vader. So, um, I always try to include her, um, you know, as if they were hers. Cause I mean, eventually they, they all will be. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, she loves it and 
you know, she definitely has all of the coolest toys to bring to show and tell. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, let me get through some of these comments. Nicolo says, I tend to only buy figures for characters I genuinely love and feel a connection with. I can't just get everything. I narrow it down to specific characters. Try to minimize to one per character. Uh, Scott says, my focus has always been my favorite characters, but after so many years of doing that, I started branching out to different IPs that had a favorite character or a favorite movie. Uh, single songwriter says one six scale Star Wars mostly for diorama building and a few non Star Wars one six John Wick Wolverine Deadpool and other oddballs. <clears throat> uh, Sean Usby said I'm in the bulking phase. Manju case wall almost done. Then I'll see it all on display. I'll be in the cut phase. Uh, we also had some uh, comments from Ox. Uh, Eric Ruiz says one six is my jam. Star Wars dioramas take precedence, followed by figures from the movies I enjoyed the most growing up. I'm still waiting on my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 1990 movie figures in 1-6 scale and Nacho Libre. Joe P says, Star Wars is my number one, and I collect different lines and scales. Black Series, mostly all in. Hot Toys, pick and choose because I'm not rich. And the TVC, pick and choose. I also pick up random stuff from movies and TV shows that I love through the years. NECA Jaws, NECA Quarter Scale, 90s Ninja Turtles, Back to the Future stuff, Marvel Hot Toys and Marvel Legends, MCU only. NBA stuff and Funko uh, every once in a while. Ricardo says my method of collecting is different. One week I like one thing, then one week, one week another. Uh, plus, if I see something I think it's cool, I'll pick it up. My collection is all over the place. I will buy a certain character in different scales if it's my favorite. But what you love, you love, and what you buy, you buy. It's hard to focus on just one toy line or series because it gets boring quick. Lots mm-hmm. of great comments there. Um, yeah, appreciate you guys' input on all that. And, you know, I think it's great to hear how other people collect because, you know, it's just good to get a perspective on that kind of thing. Uh, the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife <laughs> dropped, I think, yesterday or today. today. And uh, we watched it before the show. Real quick reactions. I thought it was great. Mario mentioned it reminded him of TFA, and I got the exact same feeling. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a good movie based on the trailer, but gave me some nostalgia. What do you guys think? Um. Yeah, it looks okay. Um I don't know. Uh, obviously, this is aimed towards kids. Uh, so, I don't know how much I'll enjoy it. That being said, I mean, I love Stranger Things, and that's kind of kid-aimed, too. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just see how it turns out. I guess I'm just a little skeptical just because of the last Ghostbusters movie. That I don't, I don't want to get hurt again. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. And there's like a little, um, a little teaser at the end too, which is nice. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, like I mentioned before, it, it just gives me the whole Force Awakens vibes all over again. I mean, nothing but nostalgia. I feel like the old ones had their time and just let them be. I really don't want to see anymore after this. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm hoping the movie will be great that it could change my mind, but I'm, I don't have my hopes up, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I still have to watch the originals. What? Uh, God damn it, John. Really, John? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Every um, time with these people. I've only seen the first one, John, so okay. I haven't seen the first one. But Well, that's fine. So what I... Okay, we'll get to it later in the show. Uh, the trailer looks awesome. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'll give you a little bit more info later on in the show. Will? Yeah, I've seen the first one, and I saw the travesty that was the most recent one. 
that mm. that excuse for a film. I'm <clears> sorry. Like I love the actresses involved. I'm, I'm not the huge fan, biggest fan of Melissa McCarthy to be honest. She's okay. Um, but like you know, Kristen Wiig and the rest of them are all really funny. Like I like them, and just uh, that movie was just bad. Um, it's funny. I haven't even got a chance to watch this trailer yet. Like I was so busy at work today. Like I didn't even get a chance. I saw it drop down and people were talking about it. Ghostbusters is not a, an IP that I'm particularly like, you know, like again super connected to. I've only seen the first one in the remake or the sorry the re uh, reboot. So like I, like I'm excited to see what this one does because it has Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard and some other good actors. But um, uh, like it's not one that I'm like dying to watch the trailer. But I'm excited for people. I'm still gonna go see it in theaters. But uh, mm. I'll probably watch the trailer like tonight or tomorrow to be honest. But. You know, I, I think there's a lot of excitement surrounding the film, I will say that, from what I noticed. Compared to the uh, other one, where even with the trailers, people were not happy with that one. Yeah. Okay, well, I might as well, I'll mention it now since we're here. I was watching, I was flipping through the channel the other day on the weekend, and the first Ghostbusters was on, but I couldn't watch it because I was going out. I watched like 10 minutes of it, and it was like the storyline was good, like the action was good. So, for this week's movie of the week, I am choosing Ghostbusters, the first one. Wow. Where can we stream this ad, John? It's on Netflix. In the U.S. as well? Uh, Probably not. Probably not. Let's let's (laughs) blow through the the DBZ stuff. I know we'll also leave here in a minute. Uh, Return of the King, I want to get Will's take on this movie. Let me just read a brief synopsis and then we can get... Uh, well on his way the former fellowship members prepare for the final battle while frodo and sam approach mount doom to destroy the one ring they follow Gollum, unaware of the path he is leading them to will kick us off dude this film zach is incredible like i watched this trilogy again recently and uh i think i i can't remember if i watched the extended edition or the regular i mean it's long either way so you know it's 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 a super long film but honestly I do feel like, and I've said this before, I do feel like Return of the King and Two Towers are actually a little bit of a step above Fellowship. Like, I do feel like Fellowship is great. And I think, you know, I think it varies because you can't go wrong. All three are fantastic films. I mean, it's not like I'm saying any of them are bad. I just feel like Return of the King and Two Towers reached heights that Fellowship does not. But I do really love it. That's not to say with Fellowship there are some great things like the Balrog scene and the Minds of Moria just in general is incredible. Um, But Return of the King, man, it... It's just a such a satisfying conclusion, albeit one with like multiple endings. So, you know, so that's one complaint that you hear a lot with this film. Like it ends like four times. Um, <laughs> and I totally understand that. But for me, like I really go back and forth quite a bit on whether I like this one or Two Towers more. Um, this one. Eh. It's probably this one. It's probably this one. It's so tough though, because Helm's Deep is so, like Helm's Deep is like a remarkable achievement in filmmaking. Like I mean, mm-hmm. like like what they pulled off with that battle. But Return of the King has you know some equally awesome battles too. So I mean, it's you know it's incredible. Maybe not as equal. Like Helm's Deep is probably the height of what Lord of the Rings achieved in terms of spectacle. But I do feel like Return of the King is no slouch by any stretch. And I feel like the thing with Return of the King, one of the things, like I said, it's a very satisfying conclusion. The ending scene. Um, you know, I, I'll try not to spoil it too much, but where everyone's sort of coming together and the you bow to no one thing, dude, that gets me every time. That gets me every yeah. time, dude. Like every, it's it's beautiful, exactly right. Like that, literally that scene, man. And then also with the Undying Lands at the very end, like that when they have to part ways, dude. It just like I've chills yeah. even talking about it, man. Like it just you feel like you went on a journey with these characters, oh, yeah. and like 
So like it's incredible. And like these films are a masterclass in filmmaking. It's kind of disappointing what happened with The Hobbit, to be honest, after seeing how good these were. M4 um, edit, baby. Yeah, that's what we need. Um, but yeah, like the thing. Hobbits are okay. Um, they're okay. But yeah, just Return of the King, dude. I honestly think these are some of the best films ever made. Not just fantasy content. I think just films. Um, they're incredible. Peter Jackson killed it. And uh, honestly, I can't say enough good things. I mean, Return of the King, all three of them do excellent with character. Like they develop a lot of them minimally, but it's just enough to keep you intrigued. The characters are so charismatic and they all have a unique identity that it keeps you like really invested in all of them. Um Gimli, Legolas, you know, all like Aragorn, like, you know, Frodo and Sam, Gollum, like, um, you know, and uh, Merry and Pippin, like literally everyone, Gandalf, like everyone is interesting in their own way. And I feel like this film just, you know, completes that and capitalizes on it. Spectacle, character, dialogue, music, action, like it has literally everything you could want with a satisfying conclusion. This film, I think it's perfect. I mean, I think it's this trilogy is like, you know, the beacon of what fantasy filmmaking can be. Yeah. So. so how many foxes do you give it out of five? I think this is a 10 out of 10 film. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think this is like, I think this is like a masterpiece. 10 out of five? Film. Wow. Yeah, yeah he, went, he went above my scale, but yeah. dude. I, hey, I'll, dude, I'll I'm just doubling it. your scale, Mario. Yeah. It's, yeah, bro. Yeah, using math on you guys. But yeah, like that, <laughs> I, I think it's a, yeah, I, I think it's a masterpiece of a film. Yeah, no doubt about it in my mind. Now, Which is why I'm getting you, Prime 1 Sour on. Do you have any preferences when it comes to the extended cut or the original cut? <laughs> Not really, honestly. Like, I feel like I've watched the regular cut more because it's already commitment with three hours. If you make it four hours plus, then it's even more. So, like, I tend to go for the um, regular just a little bit more. One thing I don't always love, the mouth of Sauron, I'm glad that was cut <laughs> because it doesn't quite work for me. Um, it what? doesn't, Dude. Yeah, yeah, it does. It just so feels good. very over the top. Um, I, I think that was there's a reason that was cut. Um, and some things like that, I just little, give me a little preferential, uh, preference for the original cut, but I like both. Um, both are exceptional. No doubt about it. They're still incredible. Yeah. The mouth of Sauron thing. I think that action that he does were, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but what Aragon does, that's like movie only. It's not in the book. Right. Yeah. And it's, it, it just feels it's very out hokey. Of like it feels, yeah. Like it, it's it, badass, but it's, a yeah, yeah. Character. Right. I get it. But it's, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. But, yeah, that's my take on it. John? Okay. So, um, I haven't watched these three movies in, how long has it been, 20 years? This was the first time we sat down over the last three weeks to watch these movies. So, watching this one, like, I was having a good day today. Everything was good. I was excited for the stream. And when I finished this movie, I had an emotional breakdown. Like, this movie was, I was, like, sad for it to be over i didn't want it to be over impeccable from beginning from the fellowship to this movie an impeccable storyline impeccable cinematography the filming was fantastic some of the cgi some cgi aspects in the movie uh, i know it's, it's an older movie but uh, like when it came to legolas and so forth could have used a little bit of work that would be my only gripe other than that, these movies, this story is absolutely incredible. For me, best trilogy of all time, in my opinion. Dude, it's certainly up there, no doubt about it. The it way, it, the way it, it pulls you in with the story from the beginning to end. Um, I like The Fellowship the best, just because it's the intro to the 
intro to all the characters and and you kind of you know you you meet the fellowship for the first time and you're kind of going on this journey and then for me it's return of the king uh second i think that one this movie did better than the um two towers but guys like this this if you haven't watched this please i used to think lord of the rings nerdy i'm gonna spend four hours watching each movie Please watch the extended cut. Take the time. It is worth it. There's nothing else to say. When I was done this movie, I was speechless. I went in the Patreon chat and all I said, complete speechless. Highly recommended. Now, let me ask you guys a quick question. Is it is it done? Storyline-wise? Like, I know they what they said about Sam, how he can move forward. Is it Did it stop at that point? So... You obviously have the Hobbit still. That's the prequel to this. But that's but a prequel. As yeah. far as what goes forward, the uh, author wrote a few chapters of. I don't know if it would be a sequel trilogy or like a sequel book to Return of the King. Okay. But he passed away before he finished it, so it's like I think it's like a chapter and a half. It's very rough. Like it's not even like polished. It's just like kind of rough ideas. Um, so, you know, as far as like what what happens in canon there's not a ton out there officially and nobody's been i don't think do you think anybody out there can can follow up with uh personally i like just i don't know we know what the sequel trilogy will i mean like they're gonna <laughs> yeah. sauron's alive the whole time and then they can fly now right. we don't need that bro we don't need that mm. shit yeah the show with this coming out is like i think a thousand years before or something like that yeah. so oh yeah it's it's a prequel too from my understanding so um yeah it, that you see guys see how expensive that show is by the way it's like 500 million dollars or something to make the first season yeah Jesus. it's well, insane. anybody can afford it I mean, so amazon Jesus. yeah it's gonna make it kill well, but you know even in these movies something like a lot of people don't think about is just all the the way they they got the acting done even the horses all those horses to train the horses to do all the movements and so forth uh it just a work of art that's all i want to say i don't want to say anything else it's just a work of art um yeah dude the battle of minas tirith <laughs> is such a epic battle i mean say what you will about helm's deep and it is good Dude, Minas Tirith, though, when the fucking the elephants show up, bro, fucking insane. It is a really cool thing where it's like the music swells and they're charging at these elephants. And then right as they, they connect, the music cuts and you just hear chaos and fucking people dying and horses flying. And it's just so incredible. Um... I think I think this I mean watching it again you don't have any of the terrible ant stuff not not terrible but it's How very dare slow you? it's I very slow it, it really cuts into the pacing of of the two towers um uh, although you do get Pippin and a fucking guy the steward which is not good um Denethor but, Fuck that guy. Yeah, Denethor is a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, this movie, dude, I, I haven't watched it in a few years. Um, wow, just wow. I, dude, the you bow to no one. I started choking up. 
I was like, holy shit, that's... Like... That was way before that. And then... Uh, the... Um, the scene where... Uh, everyone's saying... Uh, bye, right? To the Bilbo. And then the look on everyone's faces when they realize that Frodo is also going. Oh my god, dude. Like, I just fucking hit me. I was like, huh? Like, oh my god. <laughs> Um. Oh my God, dude! It's. I, I I gotta I gotta say what Wilson. I can't say enough good things about this movie. Uh, this trilogy. Uh, uh, to me, I mean, obviously, it is a trilogy. Even in the books, it is a trilogy, but it's one story. You know, in, in Star Wars, you have three movies that take place at three different times. It's the same characters, but it's like. A year or two later, or you know, you mm. you have to you hit you need time to catch up to them, to complete the story, to complete the saga. In Lord of the Rings, dude, it's basically just one long story happening. At, you know, and now in the books, it's very the the time is very different. In the movies, it, it, I think in the from the time Frodo leaves the Shire to the end of the movie, it's uh, or when they just uh, get to Mount. It's one year. It's uh, yeah, a year and like a month or something. Um, but in the books, it's very different, right? Didn't didn't uh, Mark say how long it was? Well, I think the journey, like once he started, still only took a year, but it took oh, him okay. like eighteen years to start the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the middle of chapter three right now, and they just left the Shire. <laughs> And it's been like three hours. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the book is very wordy, and they cover a lot of shit that is just like, why are we... we f- it gets better. Once you get past Tom Bombadil, it gets all right. Tom Bombadil, oh, no, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the shit right. out of it, but it's like, dude, they're talking about like the will and the family. And no, 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 it's trust like, me. Once Jesus. you get to Tom Bombadil, you will not enjoy it. It's like universal <laughs> dislike. It's like, Jar- I think Mark said it best. It's like Jar Jar Binks before Jar Jar Binks. Oh, wow. It's like that. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I-, I wouldn't say it's the best trilogy ever, well, but it's not not the best trilogy ever. So what would you say you is know? a better trilogy? I think I think the original Star Wars movies are a better trilogy. But mm-hmm. that being said, those... Because, like, to, again, to me, this is one long story. It just happened to be split up in three. Star Wars really needed, you know, time. And, you know... Um, it's it's three separate stories over one long arch. It's a saga. Whereas Lord of the Rings is one story just cut up in three parts. So, um, that's the only... Re- I mean, I know it is a trilogy, but I don't consider it a trilogy. That's just my own thing, but... Wait, yeah, what the fuck did you just say? You said Lord of the Rings is one story divided into three, and then Star Wars is what? Well, it's it's, it's three separate stories over with an Nine overarching or three movies. Well, I'm talking about the original the original trilogy. trilogy. Is it one there, story? Yeah, but there's there's time in between them that we're not there. When it originally came out, Zach, this was just. The one story was just the trilogy. Well, no, no. Yeah, Star Wars was supposed to be a one-shot movie. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. But what even I'm saying in, is, even in Empire, I don't think they know what the fuck they're doing. Fucking no, no, no. Made out all the time. So. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, there's well, times time. where we're not with the characters, and and, there, and shit happens, right? 
where where between episodes four and five is is what a couple years, and then between um, six and seven or uh, five and six five and six is again they're think they're looking for Han for months. Yeah, it's it's not. But very I'm just long saying, there's shit yeah. happening in the time we're not in the movies. Whereas Lord of the Rings, it's it's one long story. You know, it's not like yeah. when we start when we start uh, two towers. It's like, oh, it's been eight years and Frodo's still lost in the fucking mountains. You know what I mean? So I give you that. that's, that's a good explanation. That's, I, I didn't understand it the way you said it first, but I I, I give you that. Give yeah, me one of these. Give me some finger Thank guns. You. Yeah. Um, but again, like I do understand, it is a trilogy, like by definition. Um, but that's why I, 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 I still lean Star Wars. But I mean, again, that's not taking anything away from the from these movies, because or the books, because obviously they're fantastic. We're still talking about them today. These, these fucking movies alone are fucking twenty years old, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, fantastic. Mario. Yes. You want anything? Oh, amazing. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's like lamp. Like we interrupted him. Yes. Lane no, says, no, I mean. Can you uh, read that, Mario, for me? Uh, Tolkien wrote low tour books uh, to be long. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. Mom, Jesus. My eyes are- <laughs> Tolkien wrote the Lord of the Rings books to be one long story. The publisher had him break it up into three separate books. So the movies are one story like the books. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Look at that. Very cool. Lane dropping some knowledge on us. Thank and it's a super support. chat. Way to go, Lane. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Lane. Shout out, Lane. Yo, I'm sorry. I'm just getting a little sleepy here. Um, yeah, this movie is a, it's an it's an amazing epic, dude. I mean, there was uh, there were a few times, and I, I mentioned in our chat to where I felt like there was a little bit of uh, useless dialogue going on. How dare you? That didn't need to be done. I mean. Well, granted, this is this is the extended cut. I honestly don't remember whether or not if some of this stuff was actually featured in the in the uh, original cut, as far as how how I feel about it. So, I'm one of those guys that'll watch the extended cut only, dude, because I really, I really appreciate, you know, what they what they done in, in that freaking four and a half hour movie. <laughs> but yeah, That's yeah, a- this this is, but it's so it's so worth it, man. I mean, it's so it's so freaking good. The whole story. In general, from the very start to the end, it's 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 an epic it's an epic tale, you know, from the from the hero's journey and everything else in between. It's just it's just absolutely amazing. I'm I'm at a I'm at a loss for words right now, to be honest. Just I can't I really can't get the words out to express on how much I really really enjoy these movies. Although I'm with Dean with the fact that the original trilogy will always have for Star Wars Star Wars original trilogy will always have my heart. Although this is a very close, I want to say maybe top. Top five trilogies, definitely. In top five. Top five. Top five, yeah. Top what five. other trilogies are there? Back to the future. That's a serious question. I'm like, think Jaws. Alien? The Godfather. The Godfather. Godfather oh. 3 sucks, though, dude. It the, didn't. No, no, no. It wasn't. I went back and watched it a couple times recently. Wait, which it's one did you rewatch? The, 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 was it both the Capo? Them. Both of them. Both of them? Yeah, How was the Capo, them. by the way? Do you like it? I haven't seen it's, it yet. Uh, there were some. There were some bits that I didn't really care for. I mean, I the ending was the ending was kind of. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the ending. But um, Indiana Jones Ooh, is another one. one. Back to the You're Future. Not fucking wrong. Back to the Future know? is a good one too. So, I watched the whole Back to the Future trilogy in one day. Fucking. They're great, dude. 
Dude, for years we had never seen them, and it was maybe 2014, mm-hmm. 15. Netflix just had put them on on uh, Netflix, and me and Victoria were off on a Sunday. We binged all three of them back to back. It was fantastic. The third one's a little iffy. No, no the third one's fantastic, bro. Don't go there, bro. But no, I mean, yeah, no, I loved it. I just, I'm just bummed that I really didn't take the time to watch the first two, and only just sat down and watched, for, for at least for our watching. To watch Return of the King, and- dude. Same. I didn't watch um, Fellowship, and it bummed me out finishing this. Like, fuck. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, because yeah, they're exactly. so good. Two and three are so good. And like what what Will was saying earlier about the ending when when Aragorn is is, is being um, is being crowned king, that was that was just so emotional, dude. And that and that that one part where where they where they face the hobbits and all the hobbits uh, kneel to him, and he just turns on and tells my friends. You bow to no one, and the entire yeah. kingdom just kneels before the hobbits. It's just, oh, dude, it gets me all the time, man. I dude, love it. I didn't realize how little interaction uh, Legolas Arwen, has with Frodo. No, that Arwen has with Aragorn. Mm-hmm. She's he's a gone busy man. Most of the movie. It isn't until the end when he's being crowned that they're like, "Oh, guess who's back?" It's like, oh. no, but they're together spiritually. Yeah, but she's, she's dying I know, but like, the whole time, and she, he's got shit to do. He's got battles to win, and fucking, he's got no time look, for. I, I'm tapping not that ass, bro. I get it, but like, <laughs> in my mind, I guess in my mind, narcissist. are you done? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> in my mind, I've romanticized them. Right? They're like amazing together. That, like, I was like, wait, when is she, like, where is she? Because Eowyn is trying to come in on, on Aragorn. Dude, she is so to, thirsty. Right, dude? Not only is she so thirsty, and then Aragorn's like, can you leave me alone? Because I'm not going to give you what you want. Then she latches on to Mary, and then when he fucking disappears in the battle, and she never, <laughs> ever like, sees him again. Faramir. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Like Man that fast, dude. <clears throat> Thirsty, dude. She's she should have just died there with these the hoes ain't loyal, dude. Uh there's yeah. a few confusing cuts during the battle when she kills um The uh, Witch King of Angmar. The Witch King. And then like next thing you know, she's like crawling on the floor, like trying to get away from that guy. And then okay. uh like the thing with Mary, he he helps her with the Witch King, and then next time you see him, he's under a guy. I was like, what the fuck? With that you know, Witch King? Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Mario. No, another thing, too, that kind of, well, I want to say it pissed me off, but just kind of left me scratching my head. There was a, there was a scene where in, in in the Battle for the White City, Gandalf is running off with, with Mary to uh, to go stop the, the burning of, um, of Faramir. Mm. And then he stopped. He stopped by the Nazgul, by the Witch King. Yes, by the by the Witch King, and they sh- they show nothing but other than Gandalf's staff being broken, and that's it. And okay. then they they go they go off camera. A few other scenes happen, and then when we get back, um, you know, to the room where they're gonna you know where they're gonna burn everybody alive. Next thing you know, Gandalf just comes in, barging through the door. I don't I don't remember that we saw. Any conclusion to with with Gandalf and the Witch King? Like what? No, what the, the Witch King well, left. He was, he was gonna he was gonna kill him, but then the uh, I think it was the Rider showed up and blew the horn. Yeah, and so he had to go back to the battle. Yeah, yeah he was like, "Yo, I don't remember seeing that." Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah, he breaks his staff, uh-huh. and then and then yeah. it's like, and yeah, then, he like, lights you see the, the sword. Yeah, coming over the horizon. Yeah. Actually, Weta Weta announced last year they're releasing in November 
uh, two vinyl statues, one of Gandalf the White and one of the Witch King, and it's sort of like a what-if statue. It's two separate pieces, but what if they actually did fight? Dude, they're fucking amazing. They're like $120 each, but the sculpting is like... What is Lord of the Ring line is unbelievable. I want a Witch King figure so bad. Here, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, Um, While I'm pulling that up, uh, be sure to check out uh, the Ringcast episode one. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, Mark put in a ton of work to uh, get that going, and it's uh, it's a fun little chat. We're going to uh, for episode two. (laughs) So there's there's the uh, Gandalf there. Who said the Mighty Ducks? Really, Joe? I I actually want to say a big thank you to Mark because I don't think if it wasn't for Mark, I don't think I've I would have ever watched Lord of the Rings. Wow, what a name! Not me for picking it as movie of the week. Okay, no. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, Mark shows great. This is the Witch King statue. Hell yeah. And what size are these? Uh, this is... Baby size. They're <laughs> 7.68 by 12.21 by 7. They're, they're like 1 7th scale. That's no good. They're really nice. So. Anyways, um, yeah, Mark show it, uh, debuted over the weekend. It was a great show. We have some ideas for the next show. We're doing listener questions. So Dean's been shooting me some great questions. Mark is going to answer all those on episode two. We also have a giveaway planned, and we may be working with the uh, the editor who edited the M4 Hobbit trilogy uh, to have him on as well. So it should be oh wow, oh. it should be a great show. We also have uh, some giveaways planned. Uh, I'm not sure how Mark wants to do those, but we picked up uh, thanks to Stephen Percha the 4K digital code for for the trilogy. And then we may have a professionally produced M4 disc set they might give away as well. So oh. stay tuned for that. It should be should be real real cool for episode two. Um, am I eligible for the giveaway? Um, that'll be a Mark question. Uh, all right, get at me, Mark. <laughs> Dean, let's say thank you to the Patreonies, please. Yeah, we want to thank our Patreonies: Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal. Quinn Aguirre, Lemur Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, the beautiful angel, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Joao Breda, first time appearance on the show, beow, 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 beow. Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Cruz, Mike Cruz, sorry, Lisa Martin Bomonsky. I was I was already on Martin when I started saying it. Uh, Rick DeGregorio, Alvin Jules, the beautiful, the handsome. The ever talented, the everyday collector, Ricardo Valdez, Bo LeBoy, Jimmy James, Mario Cortez, the absolute legend, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Jesse Contreras, Eddie Manzanares, Joe Chet Beaks Corpus, Mr. and Mrs. JB. And if you want your name right off at the end of every show, just join our Patreonies. Because look at our August Patreon benefits of certified. Us crispy sticker with the uh with the coke font there we also have if someone can solo cami here the holy mac sticker look at that we just got these in today beautiful 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 (laughs) absolutely beautiful mark says damn you guys got me emotional like sam i love you guys what a guy uh the tiers start at five dollars a month for these stickers and access to ox after dark replay 15 for the certified crispy tier which is the crispy oh Oh no! Oh, dude, he's fully frozen. Look at his face. Look at this face. Oh, I got. Oh, did we? I got to take what a happened? picture of this. Oh, he's back. Oh man, he's back. What happened? 
You froze. We're enjoying like our fully. moments without you, bro. It was nice. Bro. Oh. But then you had did, to did you guys back. hear what I said or no? No. Okay, what was the last thing we heard? Um, Sweet Angel. Certificate and then he Okay, froze. certificate assistance with figure fixes and all the benefits of the previous tier. And then we have the $25 What a Guy tier. The 18 by 24 silhouette poster on the first pledge doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tiers. You're, you're not showing this. Oh, damn it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, we are working on the new benefit for the $25 tier. I think hats could be a front runner right at the moment. We're going to uh, hope to finalize something by October when the uh, painting benefit ends for those that, that are grandfathered in. Uh, so we'll probably put up a poll in the uh, Patreon and, uh, you know, we can uh, see what the what the people want. <laughs> Look, how dare you? Feature that comment again. <laughs> Ban this man from this comment section. No, Ban no. Pam, Ban Pam ain't going nowhere, dude. Karikas goes yeah. to the top of the list. Exactly. How dare you? No one asked the peanut gallery, John. Uh, you can check <laughs> us out at T Public. You can uh, buy all kinds of shirts, including Mark's new uh, The Ring Cast shirt that is available on T Public. Um, shirts go on sale for $13 all the time. The regular retail price is $20. Uh, as far as the network goes, we have Small Talk, Collecting Weekly Live, OFAC. Uh, live and let dice in and outs of collecting collecting weekly clips ox plays after dark and collecting weekly live unboxing we also have the ring cast what the hell's going on why does dean keep flashing in and out i'm so confused about what's going on right now wow okay Probably keep on hitting this back button on the mouse i don't know Maybe um, computer we also have our facebook group collecting weekly auxiliary check us out there uh, we goof, we gaff, we laugh outside of our regular shows. And uh, big shout out to Michael Estrada on Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. He picked up the 4K uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I was able. He he offered it to me. Um, basically, he just gave it to me. It was freaking amazing guy. I said if he wasn't going to use them, to hit me up, and uh, he donated them to me. And at that point, I'd already kind of worked out a deal with Stephen Purchase. So, um, you know, that ended up being a, a great giveaway for uh, Mark's episode two. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to Michael for uh, his generosity. Uh, friends of the show, Six Scale Scavengers, JB Collection, PJ the Paradox Nerd, Boogie Manny, DCX, John the Everyday Collector, Optical 20, KG Collector, Rogue One Six, uh, the third party reviews, One Six Scale Man, and Dr. Will Foxification. John, explain what the peanut gallery is, please. I don't know what it is. It's just a saying. You know, it's when tom- someone talks too much and they're giving, they're ta- you know, they're talking too much. You just say, hey, what is this, the peanut gallery? That's all it is. Wow. It's a little saying. Okay. I'd love to see it. Uh, do you guys have any shout-outs you want to give? I want to give a shout-out to Will for coming in clutch tonight, man. I mean, he's had a, a rough nights lately, and we know he has to get up early for work. And There he is. Really appreciate him coming on tonight. Return of the King. Well, well. are you okay, dude? <laughs> it was just like flashing. Yeah, I have kept taking myself out of the studio for a reason, jackass. I wasn't putting you back in. It was just I was trying to read, and it was just no. Like, I was I... removing myself, and someone kept putting oh, me back in. No, it wasn't me. Nobody was putting you in. It was doing it on its own. No, Anyways. it wasn't. I literally. Wasn't. At any rate, Dean, do you have any shoutouts you want to give? Um, no. Shout out to uh, to Mark. We're doing a unboxing tomorrow before After Dark. Be sure to check it out. He got um, the Asmus Gimli, so that's going to be at nine thirty. Dude, that figure looks so good. I'm, I like. CST. I don't think I could watch it or be on it because I'm gonna want to fucking buy it. Yeah. 
It's going to be an after dark. Shout out to Lael One Six Scale Man for uh, joining us tomorrow. Talk about yeah. the release of his upcoming digital uh, album. And he's going to bail. Album. Going on. Gonna you said he's going to bail. How dare you? Because you preemptively thanked him for joining us on a show that hasn't happened. Yeah. Now he's going to bail. Watch. Yep. Something's going to happen. He's like, I can't go. I can't show up, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Leo's and then we'll be talking mind. about Mario's album. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. CW is the most dysfunctional but yet most loving panel on all of YouTube. Just <laughs> says we're real. everyone into Lord of the Rings now. He's not wrong. Every not wrong. hey, real real friends and real families are dysfunctional. We don't put on a show here. Yeah, no, there's no show here. When I want to tell Zach he's a jackass, I just do it. And then I tell him I love him. At the beginning of the show it was actually a beautiful moment between the two and of us. Biggie Smalls ribs. Who changed John? <laughs> the ever Hold on a second. Who changed my name? I, it wasn't me, I swear. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I'm about to bust the cap, I'm telling you. I think... Oh, I changed his I name back. No, I changed... I think I changed Mark's last time. Yeah, I changed Mark's. I don't I even get it. The, what do you mean the Dr. everywhere collector? It doesn't even make sense. Someone said that was your new nickname earlier in the show. Yeah, well... Anyways, great show tonight. 235.50. What a show. Sean is legit heated right now. Dude. 70... <laughs> Plus in the chat, love to see it. Dude. Chat was booming today. My favorite was the every race collector. Jesus, <laughs> he's so ambiguous. I'm Dean. I'm Mario, and I am Jonathan. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. 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 What the hell? <laughs>